Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome into another special edition of the Dunmarks After Dark podcast covering the WWE Draft Night 2 slash Raw Watch Along. Thanks for tuning in with your boys, the natural podcasters, not natural disasters. <laughs> this ain't Tugboat and Earthquake. It's your boys, Chris and Steve. Could be Tugboat right now. <laughs> Why? Why? And, and if you're watching along with us, bear with us. We're on we're on a stream, so we're a little bit behind. I just got the opening coming across my TV now. So, Same. you know, bear bear with us. You know, we, we might be a minute or two behind based off of the stream. Um so don't kill us, you know, for not jumping on something right away. But uh, why are you showing up to do a WWE draft watch along show with a red Cody Rhodes nightmare family shirt? Well, you got the red part, right? So I was looking, I was just like, oh, let me grab a red shirt since it's raw. You know, I thought I might have had a raw shirt, but I couldn't find one. And then I saw this and I was like, oh, Jason tunes in. This is going to piss him off. So <laughs> I, as you were beginning the explanation, it slowly formed in the shape that oh he wore that to to piss jason off so the the wwe stand is not here uh (laughs) donnie durag is not here um so you're stuck you're stuck with the the dynamic duo here um sir so listen we're gonna get through this show one way or the other yep i got (laughs) Got i got beer too um this is not gonna be a three-hour just bitch session on monday night raw (laughs) Hopefully it's a good show. Last week was a good show. Hopefully they carried the momentum over from last week. There is some intriguing moves that could happen tonight um, on the draft, depending on what they do and how they pull things off. So yeah. we'll see what they get what they get into. Um, we had some draft picks go off on Talking Smack over the weekend, so we'll cover those as well. But um, I'm bring them on the image too, so that's good. Yeah. So as as we wait to see if we get draft picks right off the bat here. Um, Anything from night one that you want to touch on or after having time to think? Anything um, you would have did differently or stood out? Right now, the only thing that's really stood out for me is how they didn't take Becky on Friday at all. And, you know, we talked on during Friday's broadcast that maybe they're doing pools again, but they never came out and said that's what they were doing. You know, like at least the past couple years when they did those, they let you know who was going to be, you know, up for grabs on each night. So... I don't know what their criteria really is for this, but yeah. Seeing as Roman, Biggie, and Charlotte all got picked off early on, I, I can't believe they didn't do anything with Becky right away. Well, speaking of the devil, asking you shall receive. You get the <laughs> man coming out to to open up the show. I mean, to me, to me, she got to go back on the Raw, which I this is going to be something me and Jason are going to throw punches over because <laughs> she gets drafted back to Raw. She was a raw superstar to begin with. Came back at SummerSlam because of the whole Sasha Banks situation. So they hit the break glass, hit the emergency button, pulled the fire alarm, code red, whatever you want to call it. We need to do something big. To have her squash Bianca in 26 seconds, they run through, have a match at, at, at Extreme Rules that gets, you know, Smosh finished with Sasha coming in, leading to the triple threat at Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Only to get her to be drafted back to Raw? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, she so, wasn't like, originally Raw. She was originally SmackDown. She was the first, wasn't she the first SmackDown Women's Champion? No. She was SmackDown. She was Raw. Asuka took the title from her on Raw. Oh, you mean before she Monday. left? Sorry, I thought you meant the yeah. beginning. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. When she left on yeah. maternity leave, no, you're right. she was a Raw superstar. Yeah, you're right. 
So you bring her back, have her win the SmackDown title only to be drafted over to Raw where she came from again. So it makes zero sense at all, which is why I hated it when they did it to begin with. Yeah. They make up their rules as they go. And and as we saw Friday night, Brock Lesnar announced that he's going to be just a free agent so he can do whatever he wants to do. Come to Raw if he wants to come to Raw tonight. Go to SmackDown whenever he wants to and... Well, you gotta you gotta figure after after him and Reigns wrestle at Crown Jewel that he will he'll jump back over to Raw. Um, Probably. And I would I wouldn't mind seeing him and Big E in a program. That's for sure. Like I'd be all I'm all for okay. for those two behemoths to get in the ring, as Big E says, and slap meat. Um, so yeah, but uh, with Becky in the ring, obviously she came out to a huge pop, huge ovation. How long are they going to run with this let me become a heel character? Because I don't know if she'll ever get there. Like, to me, she's the woman stone cold where nobody's going to want to boo her. And I don't think there's anything she can do to get booed consistently. I didn't like it on SmackDown because you already had Vermin as the heel champ. Did you really need your top two people being heels? Like, especially all they made her heel was just so to combat uh, Bianca's face. It, it didn't really make sense at all. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know, the rumor and the scuttlebutt around was that she came back and pitched being a heel character and her being off and watching Roman do what he did gave her the confidence that I can go back and pitch them for me to become a heel and, and do it convincingly enough that they'll pull the trigger on it. From what we've seen so far, they pulled the trigger on it, but I don't we're we're how many weeks into this now? Um, and granted it's a short window, not a long window, so time will tell, but so far there's there's nothing really that's gonna get her to be truly booed and, and despised. Now, I don't have the volume up for obvious reasons because uh copyrights and don't want to get strikes on you YouTube or whatever and get us shut down, but um Curious to see what the promo was, you know. Um, I have a little bit going on in the headphones, and she was basically talking about that she should be the number one draft pick for Raw. And then basically I heard her say that, you know, she wants to be Becky two belts again. So, so. we got Charlotte coming out. Now, one thing that Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca talked about this morning on Busted Open as a as an interesting thing to shake things up is – um. What if Becky gets drafted back to SmackDown? You have both women on SmackDown with both titles. Do you do like a an open tournament for the Raw Women's Championship, or do you combine both belts to make one women's champion? Me personally, out of those two scenarios, I would rather see one belt and have that champion go from both shows. I would love that. I mean, I'm I'm not a person that needs dual belts. I'd rather them just get rid of this split altogether. And just have one one main belt, one women's belt, one tag belt, one mid card belt. I don't think that's going to happen, seeing as we're doing the draft. I think the easiest way out of this is Charlotte fights somebody or a few people at Crown Jewel, and that's how you get the title off of Charlotte. You know, especially I hope if you do a triple threat match and say it's a triple threat, and then whoever the other two people are, one pins the other one. Charlotte doesn't lose technically. You know, but she she loses the belt. 
so then then do you go but you can't have Becky and Charlotte go into a feud because they're both heels. So how would that dynamic work with Becky being on SmackDown? I, I, think, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if they move somebody over. Because I just, I just hope I you know seeing these two, and that's your face of SmackDown, literally the face. Seeing these two standing in the ring together, um, you know, I hope they don't just come out and enact, announce Becky drafted the Raw and they just hand each other the belt in the ring because that will put a real sour taste in my mouth to start the show off. We joked about it last year and then it came true. And yeah, we spoke that in the fruition. We're we're not trying to go two for two here with that prediction. (laughs) Um, given given the women's roster. Having one champion between both shows is not a bad thing. Like you could have that and and it be compelling TV. Um yeah. but is that if you go that route, is that um shunning the women, so to speak, and saying you guys aren't good enough to have two champions while the men have two champions? I don't even think the men need the two champions. You know, they just have it because of the split. And I I wouldn't get rid of it if you're going to have the men do two champions. I'd just keep it, keep it the exact same, you know, because if you're going to have tag titles, yeah, you only have one women's tag title, but if you got men's have two for mid card tag and main, you got to have two women's champions. Bianca coming out with the all red, everything Um, (laughs) still an Eva Marie's gimmick from a couple years ago. Um, I see this is this is where the intrigue comes in. This is you know what I mean. Like this is what would get people to tune in tonight to see what they do with these draft picks because yeah. you have these open situations in the women's division right now. As far as champions being both on the same brand, how are they going to do it? What story are they going to tell out of it? Um, hopefully it's something that's interesting and will grab people to watch, you know, to make them tune in and watch. But I don't know which, you know, if you're supposedly wrapping storylines up between both brands because these rosters don't go into effect until October 22nd, the women right now, like, if you have the triple threat set for SmackDown, then it's like, you have a triple threat match for SmackDown and it's going to be Bianca, who's a raw superstar. If Becky gets drafted tonight, she's a raw superstar. Mm-hmm. And then you have Sasha who hasn't been drafted either. So what, what, like how much sense does that make for a SmackDown championship match at crown jewel? If they even have one really for a SmackDown, it was announced. The cards announced already. Oh, that's that, right. That match yeah. is on there. So yeah, if that match is if that match is on there and you have two raw superstars wrestling for the SmackDown Women's Championship, who knows hell before the night's over, all three of them may be on Raw. <laughs> but yet they're wrestling for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Like it just I don't know. To me, that <laughs> the more we're talking this out as as we're watching this opening segment, the more questions that I have to where I don't know if they'll be able to creatively get themselves out of what they have lined up already based off maybe, of what they've done so far. Maybe that's why they're not doing this stuff with the draft until after uh, Crown Jewel, because 
they need a few weeks to figure everything out. They're making the moves tonight, but they got they need time to figure what what the plays are really going to be. Wouldn't be the first time they do something without a plan. Well, like we we heard Charlotte was courted to SmackDown because Fox wanted her on SmackDown. Nothing has come out at all from USA wanting certain superstars. So, yeah, but that came out afterwards, so we may hear some rumors of that tomorrow. I don't know. I could see anybody wanting Charlotte or Becky or Bianca, but I like I like the star power they had on SmackDown. There wasn't too many moves I would have made on SmackDown. It just Raw's just that tough situation. I don't know, but the vibes I'm getting looking at Becky and Charlotte in the ring together, it's like you guys are one in in and of the same right now. There's no distinction between you two just looking at you with your body language, your demeanor, hairstyles, the way you're both talking. Like, I don't, you know, are we set? Like, is Becky trying to set up a Raw title match tonight between Bianca and Charlotte? So Bianca wins the Raw title tonight. And then what? You take Bianca out of the SmackDown title at Crown Jewel and you put Charlotte in that triple threat match? They're talking right now. They just announced uh, Charlotte versus Bianca, but they didn't. Sonya didn't specify that's for the title, so we'll see if it is for the title or not. <laughs> so they come out and they hype up the they hype up a women's match and a women's tag match, and then Sonya goes, "We're gonna get things started right now, but with the United States title match." <laughs> you just hyped up two women's matches. Start off with one of the two women's matches. I don't, I don't get. And then you have Jeff Hardy, who's drafted for SmackDown, coming out to face Damian Priest. Is this for the you? It's for, it's the, for title. the title. Yep, that's what they just said. So last week, you so Extreme Rules Triple Threat. You had Priest versus Hardy versus Sheamus. Priest mm-hmm. wins. Last week, you run back Priest versus Sheamus for the title in a no disqualification match. Okay. And then this week, you run Jeff Hardy versus Priest for the title. So, and leading into Extreme Rules, they wrestled each other how many times going into Extreme Multiple. That's this what is, they do. This, are- this, is, this is where you, this is exactly where you lose people like me and why I don't tune into this show on a weekly basis. Yeah. And the players are going to change. The reality of the situation was just because the players change doesn't mean things are going to change. It's just going to be now instead of seeing Damian Priest versus Jeff Hardy every week, you're going to see Damian Priest versus somebody else. Who, who Apollo? Apollo got dropped to the SmackDown. Now you'll see Damian Priest versus Apollo for five weeks in a row. Well, while we're in commercial break, oh, over the weekend on Talking Smack, for those of you that watch that show or tune in, and I'm sure you've seen the announcement made on, on your alerts via social medias and that, we had some draft picks go off the board on Talking Smack. So Raw got 12 draft picks. SmackDown mm-hmm. got five or seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. six. So Raw with 50% more. Obviously, it's a three-hour show versus two hours. Hence why you had more draft picks there. Um, If you just look at the names from the raw drafted individuals from Saturday, you had Akira Tozawa, 
Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable, Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz, Dewdrop, Drake Maverick, John Morrison, Nia Jax, Reggie, R Truth, T Bar, Zelina Vega. Seven out of those five superstars were already on Raw. You basically just drafted the 24 7 title division on Talking I, Smack. I said this on Friday. I don't like that they do this. Like they, in the original brand split, you got the draft every year, but you got new picks. They just announced the people that they switched. I don't like that you draft the whole roster again. It doesn't do anything for me. It's like whenever the NFL has a draft every year, they're not drafting everybody again. No, because they're under contract already with that team. It's like they're right. just adding the new yeah. players to it. Like just yeah. do that. Just to, just do the swaps. I mean, I I just don't get how like it. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, um, SmackDown got Aaliyah, Drew Gulak, Mace, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, and Tony Storm. So out of that list, what? Tony Storm was the only one that was on SmackDown, right? I believe so. I don't, Aliyah's from NXT. Mace, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali's all from Raw. Was Drew Gulak still on Raw? I don't know what brand he was considered. Because like, I know they were using him a lot on 205. So I don't know what his main brand was. But yeah, I'd probably go. Five out of the six were from Raw. So, I mean... I don't count Tony because she was already on SmackDown. The only one that really has me interested is Ali. Well, him and Mansoor have been really good together on Raw, so I don't I don't want to see them split them two up. They have a really good thing going. Um, they play well off of each other. They're a good uh, tag team to root for. Um, Jason, Charlotte should still do the open challenge on Raw until it's deadline. They're, they're not running an open challenge every week. Are they running an open challenge for the title every week? And when do you ever really see he'll do that? Very. Yeah, Miro that's not a heel. But Miro didn't do that on AEW. He didn't defend he the title every week. week. But yeah. All right, here we go. Got the first first round. This is weird. You announce a match and then you come in with draft picks before the match. I, the formatting <laughs> of the show so far has been yeah. terrible. And Jason, even whenever he's not on the show, he still gives trash takes. Becky Lynch is Raw's number one selection. Sounds like it's going to be a title swap. Or do you... (laughs) I hate this show. I hate this company. I swear to goodness, if they do the stupid handoff with belts, you know, if you... Uso stay on SmackDown. Well, that's that was one of the intriguing ones that would they really break up the bloodline, but that's too much money and too much investment to get rid of that. And we talked about this the other night. Okay, so they did, we said that, you know, should they really have done Usos and Roman together because did the Usos deserve to be first round? Well, they're first; they're the first pick tonight. I know it's technically second round, but <laughs> Heyman's reaction in the background is tremendous. Um, um, SmackDown just took Bobby Lashley, so I get to see him and McIntyre on Friday nights now. Go into it again? Oh no, sorry. I thought 
I thought they were doing it a certain way. Sorry. Watch you said I'm wrong. That was my bad. It'll be interesting to see where he goes once him and, and Big E's done. Because, you know. Watch the same on SmackDown. So SmackDown has kept people so far. So if I'm looking at this right now, we still don't know if the match tonight is for the title between Bianca and Charlotte. I'm going to look that up on Twitter, see what they posted on there. Seeing as Twitter is actually up and running today. But again, we're back to what I just talked about. You have two Raw superstars challenging for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Crown Jewel yep. on in three weeks with you know, a champion that's on Raw. It makes zero sense. Uh, Twitter doesn't say that it's for the title, so it might just be a match. I I don't I don't know yeah. I don't know I don't know I I don't know how. What what do we talk about logic in WWE? <laughs> But like these are these are the little details and the things that you would think that they would have ironed out and planned out before you go into this. Like everything from that that was reported prior to the draft was that the the draft picks were set as far as who's going where. Talent wasn't smartened up, but everybody knew who was going where. So then yeah. it brings in the question: Why did you do the things you did? If you're moving people around and you get the situation like you got with the women, like I have very little faith in any of the creative process in this company anymore. And, and it's the complete opposite of what it should be for a company that gave us the best wrestling in the eighties and nineties. They should be on top of their game by this point. They should have everything perfected, but unfortunately they don't care. They just, they go about business as usual and just give us, the, the problem yeah, is is that the, the creative the creative is coming from people that that, that aren't in love with the business yeah. and the, I mean the creative ends at one person there's one person that has to sign off on all of this at the end of the night and he should be the one that loves it the most and he's the one that's ripping up shows and writing them two three hours before yeah. raw goes live on the air each and every single Monday and it's it's like all right, well, if you're ripping up everything they're giving you and this is the stuff that you're putting out, then, you know, when are you going to realize, like, your ideas aren't the best anymore? Yeah. And it, and I don't know what the, what the creative team's really coming up with. And like you said, probably most of them don't really care about the business. They're just writers. But, you know, it's like maybe they do come up with good stuff. And by the time it goes through the filter, it just turns into what we see and just isn't entertaining. It's just so much raw is so much rinse and repeat, rinse yeah. and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I, I get it. head of creative anymore. So I don't know if that falls under Laurinaitis now too, or if I'm sure Pritchard and Vin, it goes somebody running creative probably goes to Pritchard. Then it probably goes to Vince. Once you go through that many filters, what are you really going to get? Jeff Hardy just looks like he just busted his shoulder on that dive on the outside there. Yeah. I mean, 
20 years ago, I didn't think Jeff Hardy would still be wrestling at this point. The same style no. he was wrestling 20 years ago. No, and, you know, he's at the point now where, like, I, I hold my breath, you know. Yeah. To just as much as I hold my breath whenever I see Darby Allen doing it in AEW and thinking yeah. this is what he's going to try to do 20 years from now, like. I don't need that man doing coffin drops 20 years from now or falling down steps, concrete steps. Um, Jumping back to the names that were drafted on Saturday yeah. from Talking Smack, anybody off either list that you see that you hope uh, either gets a push or gets a new coat of paint, something that they could do with somebody out of the list from each show? You know, last year at this time, we were talking about how we were hoping Chad Gable was really going to get his push. And to an extent, he got a push, but I would like to see more out of him. Um, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I think they're I think they're using him the way they want to use him. Um, hopefully, they actually use Tony Storm more to her potential right now, too, because she hasn't been being used that well on SmackDown. Really, on SmackDown, Ali and Tony Storm, like I said before. on Yeah, then on Raw... Like you, your your point earlier was that they basically drafted the twenty four seven championship roster, and there's not a whole lot there that really interested me. Paulo Cruz, as much as I like him as a talent, I think he's still just going to get lost in the shuffle of Raw. Uh, I mean, here you have John Morrison and the Miz as technically as a tag team right now, and they only draft Morrison. So I don't know if they're going to draft Miz or if they'll wait till he's done with Dancing with the Stars and he's a free agent until then. Uh, Morrison's somebody that I think they've they've not that they've underutilized him since he's come back, but he's so much more than just the comedy slapstick sketch stuff that he's been doing. And I mean, the man's won championships in every other promotion that he's been in. He's been a top star around the world, Mexico, you know, like you can not saying that he's going to get a run with the WWE title, but you could, you could use him in a more serious role than what he's been portrayed as. Nia Jax has been written off TV. Don't know how long she's going to be off for. um, But, and whether or not it's time off or like legit injury that I don't know either. So not, not sure what's going to happen with her when she comes back. Um, T bar, I need you to, I need, I need them to drop the T bar gimmick yeah. and, and just let him be Dominic Dajakovic and do what he was doing at NXT. All these, he's a big, all these, he's a big uh, retribution name should be over by now. He's a, he's a big man. He, he, he looks the part. He can go in the ring. He has solid matches. You could use him and build him up. <clears throat> if done correctly, and he could be a player for you that's building somebody that for the longest time hasn't had anything. Um, You know, where on the flip side, I don't think Mace, you know, I don't don't think he turns in anything on SmackDown. So, like, again, it's kind of like, who do you put your faith in, and do you believe that anybody will look better out of this because of it? Right now, no. And I said this on Friday, I could easily see them getting things organized the next couple weeks and right around after they do Crown Jewel, them releasing talent again. 
At that point, they'll they'll go through creative and see, because this is what they used to do at the beginning of the draft in the original brand split. They would draft people, they would go through creative, see what they have for people, and then by the first end of first week, end of second week, they'd have a release and just drop the people they don't have anything for. But if these rosters go into effect October 22nd, when's Survivor Series scheduled for? Is it the 25th? So you're gonna have four to four to five weeks for Survivor Series, and like, are you really gonna release talent going into Survivor Series? I mean, you're not gonna release main talent. You're gonna release talent you don't have anything for. Uh, Sunday the twenty first, it is. All right, so yeah, so a month later, four weeks later. Um, and like. The ideas that I that I that I would have liked to have seen for Survivor Series, they've they've taken all that away based off of what they've done so far with draft picks. Oh yeah, um, you know, give me. I would have liked to see New Day versus the Bloodline, and you know, mm-hmm. add in a you know a fourth or a fifth. Um, you know, the heart business got back together. So you could have even ran them with, with you know, a fourth or a fifth against New Day and a fourth and a fifth if you want to keep it on Raw. Like, yeah. the stuff that you could have did, um, Priest gets a roll-up victory there, so he retains U.S. champion. Um, I mean, we've noticed in the past AJ Styles has done it and Diane O'Brien did it. WWE aren't afraid to make title changes right before Survivor Series, even after they announce matches. So November is for fair play before the, before the pay-per-view, but there's not much I expect to be done to really change. Anything. Well, they're not they're not going to drop – Big E's not going to drop the title right now. And Roman, I'll continue to say it, and I'll beat the drum until it happens. They want him to break, to break Punk's reign and be the longest-reigning WWE champion in history. And you know that's it. Um, and I and I brought this up. This scares me because you have Brock facing him now, Crown Jewel. If Brock doesn't beat him, and he then moves to Raw, they're not going to have Roman and then Big E beat him, and then him go away. He's getting a win somewhere. It's just where's he really getting that win from? I think I think they would lose. They would lose a ton of people if. He loses the Roman, and then they have him beat Big E on Raw. I think their fan base would go berserk, even more so than what they they do now with with complaining and groaning. If they do that to Big E after you know a decade plus in to get his first run and to have it, you know, essentially have his legs cut out from underneath him because you want to appease the beast, yeah. Um, then you're you're really doing a disservice to your fan base, and that may be. You may lose a chunk of people there that, that you may you might not get back. I mean, granted, given, they, given it, his fan favorite, when they did it to Kofi, Kofi at least had the title for a, a good few months. You know, he had a nice run out of it. It was from April to November, and then or October. Then Brock came in, beat him for the title on the first night in a dominant fashion. That was it. It could happen again. I just don't know. People were upset with the eight seconds and and how he lost the match in eight seconds. But yeah. I mean, a six month title run for Kofi is is you know that's a legit title run. Yeah, it was. First sight of Austin Theory coming out to interrupt Jeff Hardy after the match. 
I don't know. He looks like he's like starstruck and he wants to take a selfie as a phone with him. I don't know if this is the gimmick that I want Austin Theory to play up. And this doesn't make sense at all because just on SmackDown, Theory was drafted to Raw. So what's he coming out trying to interact with the SmackDown superstar for? Yeah, I don't know if I see. This is where I wish I had like the 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 actual, and that's what he's doing. I grew up. I grew up. Uh, my whole childhood was watching you wrestle, and you inspire me. And he's gonna take a selfie. He's gonna do something to get booed. Yeah, and this means nothing because Hardy's on Smack now. Exactly. This makes no sense at all. So you're supposed unless to be you're giving it must because Austin Three is going to be on Raw and the draft doesn't take place until after Crown Jewel. Does are they just going to have matches to have matches? So you so you're supposed to you're supposed to be wrapping up storylines yet you're going to start a new storyline with people that were drafted to opposite shows. Yeah, makes no sense at all. Ross should not be this predictable. Ross should, should not be, not be this predictable. I don't, but you know, those of you that are watching must watch and for years has become must not watch. Those of you that are watching along, please, you know, comment along and 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 let us know like what are we missing here? What what is it about this show that makes you tune in each and every single Monday because I just called the entire segment as soon as Theory's music hit. I say it week in, week out whenever I talk about not watching the product. We're not the audience for this anymore. They don't care about us on the show. But who's that? Who's the audience for that? Like, it's a it's a throwaway kids, segment kids that means nothing. nothing. Kids, they're just going to take it for what it is. They're not, they're not sitting here trying to break everything down. Good to see Orton back. We weren't sure what was going on with him the last couple weeks. I'm glad he's staying on Raw, too. He's almost he's gone on what almost twenty years in what June I think will be his twentieth anniversary. So I believe so. Yeah. So for for Jason who watches the show the show religiously each and every single week, he he's put one comment up. He I don't know if he went to sleep on this show already or what, or just disagrees with everything we're saying. But like I said, I said when we came on that this wasn't going to be a three-hour bitch session about Raw. But we're thirty-seven minutes into this show, and everything that they've done so far to this point has made zero sense. Zero. What's the, sense. Old, what's the old Vince meme? Have you been sports entertained? Not much. Very little so far. Like I want us to go through and do this show for the for the full three hours just because, but I mean, dude, I, there's gonna be a lot more of these. <laughs> so now Orton's calling out Omos. So they're still working together. He wants to get Orton wants to go one on one with Omos. So they 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 built their feud up going into SummerSlam. They had their match at SummerSlam. RK Bro wins the titles at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Coming out of SummerSlam, they've continued to work with each other this entire time. So again, you're talking two months worth of working together. Yeah. For what? 
They must not have anything else for any all four of them. Real, three of them, because not like Omos does a whole lot, but you know, they must not have anything for AJ or or for Orton. Hey, uh, drop me out for a second. I gotta go kill a stink bug. <laughs> All right, while Steve's away, all we're getting on Raw right now is just uh, a replay of Shayna Baszler's domination from the past two weeks. I know her taking out Nia Jax first. Now they're showing uh, Shayna taking out uh, Eva Marie. Not sure how long Nia is going to be out. There's uh, they just been talking about how she's going to be off TV written off for a bit. I don't know if it's personal reasons or if she does have a legit injury she needs to heal up from. Looks like we're going to get Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke tonight. I'm, I'm at least glad they're using Shayna Baszler to a point. Because they, her and Nia didn't really care. Welcome back. I got it. <laughs> uh, it did you saw the stink bug or did the wife call you that you had to kill the stink bug? No, no, no. I heard it buzzing around and it, it, okay. landed, on, it landed on the light. I saw you looking up and I couldn't tell if you were trying to talk. Yeah, about yeah, it no. <laughs> no it, in Pittsburgh, PA, this time of year, like they just run into the house from everywhere because the weather's changing. So they're trying to get indoors where it's warmer. And even though it's 77 degrees outside on October 4th in Pittsburgh, like I, I, I've killed about seven of them since I came home at five o'clock from work today. We're lucky. We don't have any. We hardly ever get them at our house. I don't understand how that happens, but I don't, I don't complain about I, it. I got them, but it's from all the trees around me. Mm. So like I got, I got woods across the street from me and then like all the trees around my house and everything else. Like, so yeah, but um, while it's in commercial, we're, we're going with Shayna Baszler while it was going. Just want to let you know, I stopped at Subway, got the Buffalo chicken kettle chips tonight. Oh, were they a smash? They're not a smash. I mean, the flavor's uh, okay. Like, they're good kettle chips. It has a good flavor. If you want good buffalo chicken chips, on, honestly, and I was surprised whenever I had these giant eagle brand chips. They have a buffalo chicken one. Those are fire. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to try those. Yeah. Hey, uh, of these. Dana Brooke looked like she had work done. It looked like it, yeah. And it didn't look like it was for the better. <laughs> I don't care who you are. The work's never for the better. No, like that. Like she didn't need it. No, and now, like, did. and it, and I'm, you know, this isn't this isn't me body shaming or anything like that. I just don't understand. Like Charlotte was the same way. Like I don't understand why why you got done what you got done. Um, Charlotte's had you know, too much work done. Like they were, in my eyes, they were fine the way that they were. They didn't need it. So, and maybe that's why Dana Brooks been off TV for so long. Maybe. But, okay. And I, I was talking while you were gone. You ha- you already had Shana come out two weeks ago, take out Nia Jax. Last week, come out, take out Eva Marie. So now does she come out and take out Dana, who hasn't been on TV in months? Absolutely. I mean, I'm fine Absolutely. With I'd actually like to see Shana get moved to SmackDown. No, let us. You don't. Just we need. There needs to be something fresh with her. They're not doing fresh with her on Raw. But depending on who all moves over to Raw, you can get fresh. Because she's you're getting fresh because she's in a singles run. Her and I have been a tag team forever. Too long. Forever. I mean, they. You know. It, I like her being dominant because that's who she should be. 
I mean, they 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 were they were feuding with Bailey and Sasha. Like, I mean, that's how long they were tag team together. So, you know what I mean? Like, let her get her singles run. And if you're gonna have Bianca on there as a face, you have Becky as a heel. Shane is just this badass, ruthless killer, which yeah. she should have been from day one. But they brought her up with this stupid neck biting gimmick. Mm-hmm. Just let her terrorize the division like she did in NXT and build her up. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with going with what she actually is. Why can't she? I said this on the podcast way back when we first started. I said, why is Shayna Baszler not the female version of Brock Lesnar? Yeah, exactly what she should be. More to her. She she deserves more than what they do with Brock. All right, we're in the second round of the draft picks now. Yeah, my stream's all off. My like, okay. So they're saying, reminding everybody, draft picks don't go into effect till the twenty second. Yeah. So all, all everything that we're doing these, these last two shows means absolutely nothing for three weeks. Let me see if I can get this to. No surprise, Seth Rollins is getting drafted or all. I mean, after they move Becky, it's pretty much a lock. Oh yeah. What is going on with my t- with my TV now? Let me stop this and see if I can get it to come back up again. Nakamura's drafted, stays on SmackDown, and the dude Rick Boogs is staying with them. They dropped them together. Hey, Pat McAfee just popped a bottle of champagne with that draft pick. Damian Priest is staying on Raw. I mean, so far, we haven't had a lot of shakeup with these rosters. Sheamus is going to SmackDown. I like that. I mean, at least right, that, so. that ends that whole game, that whole storyline. Chainus has been in for way too long, so at least it's something fresh for him, some fresh faces, hopefully. So Seth, Seth obviously, because Becky's on Raw, Seth gets drafted to Raw. They're yeah. married. You know, they keep couples together nowadays. Um, I like it for Seth. I watched his Broken Skull sessions after Jason brought it up. Um, yesterday, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Really liked the story. Um, his story, yeah, his 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 story and his you know his answers, his responses. Um, you know, it made me <laughs> it made me want to like Seth Rollins, which I don't know if <laughs> they want that to happen. But like, you know, I mean, he came off with the you know a line he said was um. But he says he's like I'm. I'm not. I'm not your typical underdog that you could root for. So like me being a babyface, I have to work extra hard being a babyface. Mm-hmm. You know. And Stone Cold was asking him about the metamorphosis of the Drip God and you know where the character's at and everything else. And you know he said it. Right now he feels like it's just the tip of the iceberg. Like he feels that he could go any which way direction they want him to go with his character and he will be fine tuned, ready to go because it's the, it finally, it's the extension of himself. Okay. You know, Stone Cold always says, Hey, we're, we're characters turned up to 10. 
we're yeah. ourselves turned up to 10, right? Rollins in that Broken Skull session is basically like, for the longest time, I didn't know what a character was. He said, I didn't realize what a character was until I won Money in the Bank. He's like, that was the first time I felt, oh, I'm a character. I'm a slimy scumbag kill that'll do anything to win. He's like, that's the first time that like I realized that I'm a character. And since that time, it's taken on different forms and he's evolved and everything else. But right now, he feels like this, this version of the Messiah that's transformed into the drip god and, you know, where he's at and and saying that you know I'm still the I'm still the one I'm I'm still the you know the individual to carry the company I'm still the one that that tells the truth and and you need to listen to me and follow me like this version of the drip god is good which is great but you have Edge drafted to Raw on Friday night you have Seth drafted to Raw tonight like we're supposed to be wrapping storylines up yet people that are being drafted are in storylines. So do you continue it on Rob further? I wouldn't, but it's what they did with him last year. You know, they he was in the storyline with the Mysterios and they just moved it from Raw to SmackDown. And he did that for more months than he should have. We got Dewdrop coming out trying to save Dana Brooke. So instead of yes. Trina beating up Dana, I guess she's going to beat up Dewdrop. I mean, this could be an interesting match. Dewdrop has talent. You know, when she was on NXT UK, she could handle her own. So, yeah, when she was Piper Nevin. But the fact that I just watched Shayna throw one forearm shiver to her back and then they just stare at each other was the, the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. If you're going to attack her, attack her and slam her in the LED board and leave her lane. Don't just throw one forearm shiver and then just stand there and stare at each other. So Dewdrop takes a shot to the back and does nothing, just turns around and looks at her. <laughs> That's it. What's what sense does this <laughs> Go grab another beer? I, I you know, I refuse back to, to Seth Rollins. Up. Getting back to Seth Rollins, I think the, the guy's got all the talent in the world. He to me, he's probably gonna be this generation's Randy Orton, where he's around for the, that 20 year span or more. Just because he can. As long as he wants to keep going, he's going to keep doing it. And I think, yeah, I think he's going to have more character changes as this goes on in time. And he'll just be able to roll with the punches, do whatever, do whatever they want him to do. I miss what was said there to Heyman, but Heyman looks like he just shit his pants. I just, you know, I like the move for Seamus, but then it's like, all right, are you going to put him and Drew back in a feud together over on SmackDown? Like, you know, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I said Seamus, I, I, Seamus based off of this, this past year was probably the best, if not the best that he's looked across the board, period. His wrestling has been outstanding. His character work has been outstanding. Could easily see him in the main event picture. But again, are you going to turn him babyface because you have Roman as your heel champion on SmackDown? So you like, if, you, if you're lining right up. You have Nakamura who's a face right now. So 
I mean, they could keep a, keep him as a heel and just go against Nakamura. I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup. Both of them, both of them will throw stiff shit and get yeah. it in. But then that, what does that obviously ring the alarms for? Then you're gonna have Drew against Roman. I don't want to see Drew McIntyre be the person to beat Roman Reigns. <laughs> They're failing to see what a win over Roman Reigns after this title reign will do for somebody because yeah. everything that they're showing me so far is that like you don't you don't want to establish somebody as being the next guy by having them beat Roman Reigns which after this title reign would do uh, and i've other than cena i i feel like there hasn't been that dominant run with him yet because you had so many months of him and owens so many months of him and his cousins. It's like now we're getting to the point. Okay, he fought Cena. That was that was a good that was a good story for for Roman. Um, you know, now we have Brock. That's another good story for Roman. So we'll see what happens with this one. And if if Roman defeats Brock, you know, I don't want to see Drew be the one to beat him either. And you know, and we we talked about this from the get go. This was your chance to build up a major baby face to beat Roman. They and had it with Big E. They did have it with Big E. We all they moved, them over. <laughs> they moved them over to Raw. Yeah, and they've, they've just dropped the ball on that for whatever reason. And based off of the switches that they made so far, there's nobody there's nobody that moved over that I go, oh, that's the next person you can build up. No, not one yet. I just, I just don't... I just don't get it. So, like, you, you know... Because Kofi's, they're going to stick with Xavier and Kofi together. They're not going to put Kofi in another main event spot. He's not going to be the one to defeat Roman. Jeff Hardy's not going to be that person. Um, just look at the main draft picks from from both shows so far. Just yeah. the main, not not the ones announced on Saturday, but just just yeah, just so far. Look at the names that have been drafted to SmackDown. Who who's the who's the Uber babyface to take out Roman Reigns? McIntyre. Right now, that that's it. And nobody wants to see that. No. He's stale. So if they do that, right now, SmackDown's pulling in very good ratings. They're over two million consistently. And you do that, does that hurt that to me that would hurt SmackDown's ratings? Yeah, but you I like I there's no other true baby faces on the roster for no. SmackDown right now. Right, and I don't right know. Now, no. Looking at the names that are left that could potentially be drafted over to SmackDown, I don't see anybody else. And you know AJ's not getting drafted, so that's well, not going to happen. Say, AJ wouldn't even be somebody. As I say, you can take you can take AJ over by himself and and let him, uh, you know, let him let him go, baby. Look, you got Mansoor and Ali in the ring together. They're on SmackDown now, but yet they're wrestling on Raw. <clears throat> why do we need this nine foot LED rose? Like, <laughs> why are we why are we still trying to play up this rose gimmick whenever it failed miserably? They just do things to do things. They can do something with both of these guys, right? These guys could easily be in the United States title picture or in the tag title picture. You know, if you're going to keep them as a tag team, 
Like this shouldn't be jobber team versus jobber team. And this is where the three hours of raw runs into the problem. Because you throw you throw you know these four out here. Two of them aren't even on the roster no more. So this is, as Jason likes to say, this is a match for a match, and I'm entertained because it's a match. But what are you entertained by? Just because they're going to go out there and and do their flips, the match isn't going to tell a story because it's going to lead nowhere. Steak is good, but I need sides with steak. I just don't want steak by itself. Yeah. And that's like, that's, I mean, that's, I don't, you know, not to be a fat kid using a food analogy, but I mean, like, to me, like, yeah, you can wrestle and you can have matches, but it's just not going to do anything for me if it's just a match for a match's sake. Have you been watching Ted Lasso? No, I have not. I got to get into it. (laughs) That sounds like a Ted Lasso quote. (laughs) I got to get into it. It's good. I'm addicted. Yeah. So is everybody else in America. Yeah. And this isn't to say that these guys aren't having a good match because they're having a good match, but like, again, like it's just it doesn't do anything because it's not there's nothing bigger. And and you know, for Jason, he's probably you know yelling into his phone. Well, you don't say this. We're gonna match. You could have this match on main event, and it would do the same thing that the match on Raw just had. The only the only difference is more eyes were just on this for no reason. Comes new day. No biggie. So the guys are still in the ring, and they have Biggie come out. I I told the formatting of this show makes <laughs> zero sense. Biggie's going to come out. He's going to stand in the ring. They're going to go to commercial. Yeah, they're, break. No, they're cutting to commercial right now. He hasn't even made it to the ring yet. So why don't you just have him come out? Have them leave, cut, go to commercial, and then have them come out. So Biggie's in the ring to cut a promo at the nine o'clock hour on the crossover. Yeah, that's how you're going to start off hour two. And you know you're not going to get Lashley coming out because Lashley's going to be in a face to face with Goldberg. And God forbid if they walk Goldberg out there with Lashley and Biggie in the ring together, and it, I'll, I, I, I'll drop kick my TV. I swear to God, I'll drop kick my TV. Triple threat match. Biggie doesn't need to be interjected into that pile of horse manure. I don't want Lashley in that pile of horse manure. No. You know Goldberg. Goldberg has a special uh, Saudi Arabia clause in his contract. Yeah, I think it was on no. What was it on no? No DQ. I I think I saved the. Is that I can't pull it on him. Yeah, I can't. I I can't pull it up on my phone because I'm streaming right now. I believe it was from. I believe it was from No DQ was was the website that I saw the article on. And don't you forgive me if I got that wrong, but um, it was on Twitter. But yeah, there's a there's a he has a special deal for Saudi Arabia in his contract. Pulling it up now. I like how they start off this article. It's October, and that means we're heading toward everyone's 14th favorite WWE show of the year. (laughs) 
Because no crazy that they have that that many that many names. Like, I wonder if they've updated this draft picks. No, they they're saying that it was basically the he gets millions of dollars for doing the Saudi Arabia show. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me because I remember whenever they first did this whole Saudi Arabia stuff that they were saying all the old people that they wanted because that's what the prince knew over there. You know, he didn't want the the new guys; he wanted the old guys that he used to watch. So. I just don't I, I don't get it like if you had to if you had the pencil right what would what would you have done to make both shows or let me rephrase this because we're watching Raw yeah. what would you have done draft wise to make Raw more compelling from a talent standpoint and a matchup standpoint To make Raw more watchable, I think they need to end the draft. Uh, for me, I think that's just the way it goes right now. There's just nothing they can do with Raw being three hours that they can do without adding more names to the to the brand that they could use on everything. I just I don't I don't think there's one person that you could draft. There's too many changes that need to be made to Raw. I would have moved Roman over to Raw. Oh, that wasn't happening. He's the money. He's the money guy right now. You put him on the the show that gets the ratings. You got more picks. AJ and almost are staying. I need AJ back in the main event picture. Get him out of this tag team BS. You're wasting what you have left of him. Mm -hmm. And he was so much better on SmackDown, too. They always they, he got more time and everything on SmackDown. Okay, what is this almost? Is, is this almost his test to see if he can like you know Probably. get the the Shayna's going to Raw or to SmackDown. So SmackDown has Charlotte, Sasha, Shayna, and right now Bailey. Depending on how they do things, uh, Kevin Owens is going to Raw. I'm glad. That's a new, yeah, fr- that's a fresh coat of paint. He needed that. There's somebody that you put into a main event feud with Big E right there. Yeah, those would be some good matches. Give me, give me Prize Fighter Owens versus Babyface Big E. That's 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 a feud I can get behind. SmackDown's taking Zia Lee, the first NXT draft of the night. So that storyline they've been telling on SmackDown for how many months now? That's done. That never really went anywhere. Well, she was she was rumored to be on SmackDown on, on Friday night, so I was expecting to hear her name called tonight as, as an NXT surprise. I don't get why they pulled her up. Out of out of the women that you could have drafted from, from NXT that to me she still needs to be in NXT and work. Yeah. 
if you're going back to this developmental stage of NXT, she's she's still somebody that could could be down there and, and get work. You had, she I mean, you have Raquel for the title. Why don't you? Why don't, like? Why don't you draft Io Shirai in that spot? Yeah, someone that's done everything down there can't do much more. No, I agree. So who else gets drafted from NXT? You figure they could do one more. Yeah, so that was that was the SmackDown. So Raw will probably get somebody else from NXT. You got Austin Theory on Raw, so I don't need to see Johnny. Like I don't want to see them. I'm trying to remember. Or... I'm trying to remember who else. Who else did they say was at SmackDown on Friday? Was Zayli, and I can't remember it for the life of me. Or some other name that they've had backstage in the past few months. It seems right now they, they well you had up. you had Bron- you had Bronson Reed who got released yeah. you had Karrion Cross, um, you had um, Odyssey Jones. Does Scarlett get dra- drafted to Raw? I don't know. Um, you had Shotzi and Tegan. They're already they're already on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um. Austin was the other one. But there like nobody like like LA Knight wasn't he didn't have any dark matches or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So like somebody from a I mean from a microphone standpoint and a work standpoint, like he's primed to be on the main roster if you're moving yeah. to younger talent, you know. I don't see Cameron Grimes being a main roster guy, even though I love the gimmick and what he does. Like that's not a something that Vince would would get behind. Um, because they bit off of that gimmick and gave it to Corbin. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're not going to draft Gargano. You're not going to draft Champa. Um. Yeah, I don't like. You already you brought up Hit Row, like. Yeah. You draft them all together, so. You know what's funny about them drafting up Hit Row? Swerve won the North American Championship in June and didn't defend it once. Really? So is he still your North American champion, or are you going to have a open tournament now? Like, what are you going to do for the North American Championship? I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Drew needs to move away from the sword and the kilt and everything else. Mm-hmm. And this is this is where the whole thing with Karrion Cross comes in with the mask. Like Vince is Vince is doing this so that you oh, can yeah. add it to toys and everything else and all that. But we're not. A- I'm, I li- and I like Drew's look whenever he just came out in the the big oversized trench coat in NXT. That was better. Go back to that guy on SmackDown. Yeah. I'll I'll take that babyface McIntyre against yeah. Roman Reigns. You need least, something different. You something different. You know, at least you could feel that if he was that character, I could feel like he could beat Roman. This character, I don't. I can't feel like he's going to beat Roman. And why are we doing a face versus face right now? Is this going to lead to a match at, at at Crown Jewel? And again, to your point from earlier, why are we doing? A raw guy who's the champion calling out a, a, a SmackDown new guy Super for SmackDown. Doesn't make any sense. sense. Oh, then you, you steal the New Day tagline? Yeah. 
screwed out of the championship. Hit Miz beat you with the, with the cash in. I mean, Lashley beat him up, but we're hashing back to that as the reason why you're stepping up the Big E now. <laughs> For real, that's the logic. I mean, we're he's going. not even stepping up. Big E called him out. Face versus face never works. No. For what they just did, he just told him that he deserves to be champion. I mean, I get you're not a heel, so what's the point of doing something heelish? But... Yeah, you you deserve it, but I'm going to beat you. Yeah. So how does that make you a baby face? I'm going to come out and shake your hand and then challenge you as a man. <laughs> God, this, signed show a point. Is, this show stinks. It feels so much but longer. With all that point. said, <laughs> with all that said, this is like the, the opposite of a compliment sandwich. You know, like you know, that Family Guy episode with the compliment sandwich. You, you say something nice, which is the top part of the bun. Then you give them the meat, which is, you know, the, the mean thing that you need to say. And then you follow it back up with another compliment, the bottom part of the bun. And you put it all together. You get a nice compliment sandwich. What do you got? So Drew's going for right now. This promo is going on way too long. It's him saying nothing. You know, like the audience is so preconditioned to cheer at stuff. Yeah. But like. You look at these promos and you compare it to the promos that are cut on AEW, and it's just so different. Someone's it's light years apart. What are these two coming out for? Ziggler and Rude. Are they even on Raw? No, they're definitely on SmackDown. So this is going to lead to a tag team match just for the good guys to squash them and then yeah. have a face-off. They're the- going to stare at each other. But why is Drew getting a shot at the WWE title? Other than just one way for to get another title shot before he gets to SmackDown. So he go. So if he loses to to Big E, and then he goes to SmackDown and challenges Roman. I mean, what would that make sense? You just, you just lost the title match, but you're now you're going to come to the new brand and demand a title shot. I just again another segment that's just a segment that is doing nothing yeah. for anybody. This isn't helping any of the four men that are out there. Has there been a segment tonight that has helped anybody? Maybe you that. maybe you could say Bianca, but that's if she beats Charlotte in the main event yeah. tonight. So now we're gonna we're gonna play up the you know Big E being the bodyguard for Dolph's heat as to why we're getting this match. It's crazy Big E's been on the roster that long. And Dolph acting like he's he's this mentor that's that's coached them along <laughs> the, the road through the years, but like I'm over Dolph too. He can go oh. away. And I'm Dolph so mad through the best talents they have in, in the ring, and they've just done it. Everything they can to make you not care about those guys. I'm so mad they've ruined Bobby Roode the way that they have since yeah. he came up from from NXT. He was it was ever since they put him on Raw that first time. He was okay on SmackDown, and then just been terrible ever since they moved him to Raw that first time. Whatever momentum he had on Smack NXT and SmackDown, just so crap. So now we're showing Dolph being the now we're showing Dolph being the mentor to McIntyre. I don't even remember them being tag champs together. Yeah, that's I mean that's how that's how they brought Drew up on the Raw. He came in with Dolph. It's how forgettable it was. And that's how forgettable this show really is, period. It's just we are we're 14 minutes into this second hour. They've dragged us out for 14 minutes. Which is, which is then going to lead to a commercial break, and then we're going to come back and get a match. So we're going to get a half an hour of these four, close to a half an hour of these four. And it better only be a one-segment match. So if they go three segments total, that's ridiculous. That means they have nothing. 
the tanner that that Rude and Ziggler are using is just <laughs> out of this world. Jeez, oh man, can we tone down the orange a little bit? I thought the color on my TV was starting to go. <laughs> I put the body in bodyguard. This is what we're writing for promos nowadays. That doesn't hook you. That doesn't say the t-shirt. The body in bodyguard. <laughs> and Big Bob. I want to be called Big Bob. Cheddar Bob and shoot himself in the leg. <laughs> Look, the crowd is dead. The crowd is dead. You've you've cooled your crowd off so much. You know, one thing, say what you will about AEW, and, and it has its detractors, and there's reasons why you can be a detractor and everything else. But from the opening segment to the closing segment of a two-hour show, the crowd is live, and the crowd stays hot the entire time. Yep. Raw has so many periods throughout it where the crowd just dies and it makes for horrible television. And part of it is the three hours. I don't even, it's been, it's been three hours for so long now and I get that. It's, it's not going back anytime soon, but it's such a detriment to this product. It, Drew just said big E and big D. So the good thing we're on after dark right now to get a big D <laughs> reference. That's Vince's hook. Oh, that's going to get the 18 to 49-year-olds. They're going to love that reference. 16 minutes. 16 minutes for them to talk, to set up the match, to come back. And I get they will have a two-segment match. Yeah, probably. Because what else do they have? Because they'll do the two-segment match, and then they'll do some more draft picks after that. You excited for this King of the Ring and Queen of the Queen's Crown tournament at all? They haven't announced any participants yeah. yet. We'll see who they put in the thing. Queen's tournament a little bit more because they don't have a ton of talent to put in there. So we should hopefully get somebody decent out of this. Um, yeah, once again, we'll just see who they put in it because they usually just put jobbers anymore. Once again, let's go back to something that used to mean something, right? You used to win King of the Ring. That was a starting off point for yeah. you to work your way up to the IC title for you then to become WWE champion, right? The last couple of times they've done King of the Ring, all they've done is turn it into a gimmick. Yeah, that's it. It's meant nothing. It has it, it absolutely meant nothing. And I know Vince Vince hates he, Vince hates tournaments, which is why they they got away from it. But yesterday on Fox. They ran from uh, 5.30 to 6.30, which is odd timing, but whatever. Um, they ran top 10 King of the Ring champions. No promotion, no nothing. I just happened to catch it because I wanted to see if there was another football game on because the Steelers okay. were getting their ass beat by the Packers. Fucking terrible. It's so, it's so oh, God, Ben Roethlisberger just <sighs> – so I flipped it on and they were they were like there was only 20 minutes left in it. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna start watching this now. But like 
if you're if you're building up to these tournaments and you put something like that on the TV, why are you not promoting it? Yeah. Why? Like, I get it. It's Sunday. It's NFL Sunday. So how many viewers are you really going to get? But at the same time, you had it on Fox on Sunday. And, you know, for those of you that don't have the direct ticket or NFL ticket like myself, you get the national games that are on and that's it. Well, we just happen to live in Pittsburgh. And so we had the the national game on CBS with the Steelers and the Packers. But, you know, if, if that would have been, a, you know, Jets Titans at four o'clock or whatever, like I would have gladly have switched over and wanted to watch the, the best King of the ring champions instead of the, the football game. And I don't know how many viewers you would have done, but why not promote that? Yeah. I never saw anything for it. Nobody did. Cause they didn't do anything for it. I, I mean, even on social media, no, there was nothing yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And I don't know how old it was. Cause like I said, I didn't watch it. I turned it on and they were, I think they were talking about Savage whenever I turned it on. Um, okay. So they were going back even before it was a pay-per-view King of the Ring winners. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it was something that's like it will build excitement for these tournaments that you have announced, even though you haven't put people out there. So you just ran the show with no no publicity, no nothing. Tonight, you haven't all you did was run the same video package that you mm-hmm. ran on SmackDown saying the tournament starts. You haven't announced anybody at all because you're doing a draft, so you're already killing the momentum or the buzz about the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown tournament that's supposed to start on Friday. And I get it. Hey, this is a nice this tournament is a nice three-week run that you can tell to lead you to the finals in Saudi Arabia, and that'll help clear up storylines and everything else that you have until these rosters go into effect, but build up the excitement for it. Yeah. See, when the last year they did the real King of the Ring pay-per-view was 2002. That was one of my favorite tournaments being built up because one, it was the first year of the brand split. So it was Raw versus SmackDown. So you got a Raw person versus SmackDown person in the finals. And then they gave the, the stipulation of whoever wins gets a title shot at SummerSlam. So that was different than what they had previously done. So you had two stories in a tournament. You had brand supremacy and you had the winner getting a title shot. And then they just dropped the pay-per-view after that. Like that, that was and the part they, that and then what they, I, it was so much better. Like I enjoyed that storyline for the pay-per-view. And the last time they the last time they had it, they ran it what on Raw and SmackDown when, when Corbin won it? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a pay per view. Yeah. So like, that was what 20, 2017? Was it that long? I think 20, 2018. He was King Corbin for. He was King Corbin for a minute. Like. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's something from a nostalgia purpose, a nostalgia point of view that'll get eighteen to forty nine year olds to tune in because it's right in that nostalgia demographic. You do nothing to hype it up. Oh, we'll just roll it out on Friday. They'll tune in because they'll tune in. Yeah. It's like, you're not in the position to do that anymore. There's other promotions out there. And usually to hype it up back in the day, they would hype it up with, here's the bracket. The tournament starts next week. Yeah. Give me the bracket. They probably won't even do that. And they probably will just have a match and they'll announce it on SmackDown. Going up. This is the first round match. 
Yeah, Friday they'll announce first round matchups. Won't even yeah. give the full bracket. And they won't even get through all of it because who knows how many women and how many men they're going to have. They haven't announced any of that yet either. Well, if you're going to do it over the next three weeks, you'd have, what, eight? Uh, yeah. I was thinking for women, the max you can even have for the women is eight. You could have more with the men, but how many? Ma- if you're going to do two to- tournaments at a time, there's only so many matches you want to have. So then, like. I mean, there's a there's a chance to springboard two individuals, both a man, uh, you know, a man and a woman, to to have some sort of relevancy, so to speak. But yeah. most of the time, the winner of King of the Rings is a heel. Yeah, because it's a heel, like it's a heel thing. Like Savage was a heel, yeah. Booker T was a heel, King Corbin was a heel, Harley Race I mean, was a heel. Harley Race was a hill. Owen Hart, Triple H, Stone Cold. Um, and well, Stone Cold, Stone Cold started off as a hill, but he was just he turned white nuclear. Yeah, he was a hill when he won. Yeah, he was a hill when um, he won. Bret Hart, Bret Hart was probably the only Bret Hart baby was a face. face. Ken Shamrock was a face. Um, I think I don't remember if Billy Gunn was a heel or a face at the time that he won. That was just a waste. I got I got a uh, plug in my computer. Drop me out for a second. Okay. Brock Lesnar was a heel. I think uh, I think Edge was a heel. I don't know if Edge was a heel or a face. We'll have to figure that one out too. They just need to do something different with with these things. The only one that that should make any sense this time is. Queen, the Queen's Crown. At least with the Queen's Crown, you know it's the first time you got to make that actual actually mean something. The King of the Ring, they've done what they've done with that tournament. Uh, could, you hear, could you hear me at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard you. Yeah. No, I mean with Queen's Crown, I mean you're giving Charlotte every other accolade in the book. You might as well just let the Queen become the Queen, right? Yeah, this is true. Especially if she's not gonna have the belt. Gives her something. But if you if you're gonna keep it as a, as a heel thing and a heel gimmick, uh, Zelina Vega. I don't see them doing that with her. I'd be Shana okay with Shayna. Yep. Yeah. I'd be okay with Shayna. She's the queen of spades. And that'd be something to give her more people to run through and continue to build her up as this this monster. Yeah. That just. I, actually, Shannon would be my pick. Without yeah. seeing a bracket, without seeing a name, without seeing anybody, give it. Let Shannon run with it and and let her be crowned. If Alexa was healthy right now, I'd probably even say Alexa. But you know, they have they've written her off now too. So that's yeah, but that, I don't think that's health. They, from what I heard, it wasn't health reasons. It's it's for character change to get her away from the the Lily and Fiend stuff. Yeah, and that makes sense too. Not to bring her back so quickly. I don't know when they'll bring her back. I don't know if that's going to be a Survivor Series or wait for the Rumble as a mystery opponent. But I mean, if you keep her out to the Rumble, you're talking three more months, almost four months. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't need it, but that's definitely one way to cool off the storyline. Because if you don't need to bring her back for Survivor Series, Survivor Series, if it's brand versus brand, what's the point of bringing her back for TLC? So, might as well just save it for. I get it's a long time, but 
if if they're actually going to do something with her. So we're working our way to segment three. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost 9.30, so an hour and a half in. It's been a fantastic show, the entire 90 minutes so far. This is why I don't watch the show anymore. <laughs> and, and I would have tuned in no matter what tonight, but I wouldn't have tuned in and watched it all. I would have been flipping back and forth to the channels. You know, just yeah, I would have I would have been flipping. I mean, I would I would have been flipping and, and following along on Twitter, but like you said, I wouldn't have watched it straight yeah. through. Um you know, I we know that we know the main event is gonna be Bianca versus Charlotte. Yeah. You're gonna As have right non title. You're gonna have Orton and Amos. And then you're going to have the face-off between Goldberg and Lashley, which will probably kick off the 10 o'clock hour. And we still, we should still have three more rounds of draft picks. I mean, that's only a couple man segment each, but. Well, we had three rounds so far, right? Yeah. So there should still be another one. If they're going to stick to two an hour, should still have another one, like around, probably around 20 till, quarter till. And then we'll do two more in the 10 o'clock hour. How long do you think Goldberg and Lashley segment goes? If it's more than if it's more than five if it if it's more than five minutes, it's it's going to be very hard to watch. I mean, are you talking total time, like entrance and everything? Or are you talking about just mic time? Just mic time between the two of them. Yeah, I could see it going at least five minutes. And it, in it, the way it's probably going to work is they're probably not going to do face to face. Goldberg will probably come out first, talk, and then Lashley will come out and interrupt him, and then do time. So then they'll have, then they'll have their time. One on. So are you are you going to have the heart business with Lashley and have Shelton and, and Cedric take Spears? <laughs> it's not what I would do, but uh, that's what they're gonna, that's that's what they're going to do. You just built the heart business up, but yeah, that's that that's, sounds about that's, right. That sounds that's what this is exactly what's going to happen. They put them back together just so that they could take the beating the next couple of weeks. Do you think New Day, do you think Big E gets hurt at all by still getting New Day chance? And that, like, because he's on his own now, New Day's not even on the roster. He's a single. Like, do you think that's going to affect him at all it, during it, this run as champ? It does hurt him a little bit. I'm not saying it hurts him a lot. It's just, to me, They've never broken Big E from not. Yes, they're on different rosters, but they've never broken that they're not New Day anymore, because they get together on the pay per views or whatever, and they're still the New Day. and And they've talked about this, you know. They're still going to do the podcast and everything. They've done it the past year since they split up. You know, they're still New Day together. But when other than the music change, it's the same thing with Roman and Shield after Roman went on his own. Other than the different music, what have they done with Big E that says something's different with him? I mean that that that's it. It's just the music, but the music is still the the new day colors and everything else. Yeah, and it's still the the clouds still say power of positivity. You know that's that's a new day phrase. You know they they need to give him something that is different to make him stand out as Biggie and not Biggie of the new day. Oh, here we go. There's the dissension <laughs> between the baby faces. Drew with the tag in to get the countdown. Like they they just should just. I think they should just keep them together. If the New Day wants to be together, it didn't hurt Kofi as champion as being part of the New Day. So why would it hurt Big E? So so Drew Drew pulls the the you know the the shitty 
slide tag in. And, and what do the fans do? They just cheer right along and count down. So Rude had to come in to get a big ending. So both baby faces hit their finisher. Yeah. This is so paint by numbers. On on a night where things should be outside the lines, this has been so paint by numbers. So it was Friday. Friday didn't do a whole lot different either. It's just the state of the company right now to me. It's not. Yeah, you get excited for these things because you're hoping things change. Then again, tomorrow, business as usual. On the 22nd of October, whenever this brand split officially takes effect, business will be done as usual. Nothing's going to change. It's going to be the same shit they've done for for over and over. So in this run-up until the rosters are being being you know finalized and going to effect and how we're supposed to get storylines wrapped up, how much crossover are we going to see? Based off of tonight, I think we're going to see a lot more. And maybe that's a test, too. Maybe they're trying to see... You know what fan if fans like the crossover or not? Maybe they'll change things, but it's like you do this brand split, and then what's the point of crossing over? You know what, what was the point of the brand split if that's all they're going to do is have talent on Raw and SmackDown? Just do it. Don't even do the brand split. So War Raiders are now in the twenty four seven hunt. Oh, Jackson Riker, you get stopped by that <laughs> that little. <sighs> So where's John Morrison at whenever you're doing all this parkour shit? I don't know, but this this whole this this twenty four seven title has just been, you know, I had hopes for it whenever Mick first brought it out and it started, but now it's just it's been nothing. I mean, I get it. it's like a little bit of comic relief during the episode, but. It, it got old real quick. Like, I remember when I, at the beginning, like, whenever they were showing, like, YouTube clips, you know, like, it wasn't stuff that was on TV. It was just, you had to watch YouTube of our truth win back the title or losing the title. It was cool. It was fun, you know, for something different. But, yeah, it just got old way too quick. So she's already ready. Are they really going to do this match early? No. It's got to be the main event. Yeah, they already announced it as the main event. What's the point of showing her getting ready at 9.30, though? (laughs) I don't know. This program is just too far gone for me. Wow, they're really trying to uh, fill the ballot box for Miz by throwing <laughs> the Dancing with the Stars up. Gotta do it. Can I get Kevin Owens to have a like a, a legit run? Yes. I agree with what you said earlier that him and Big E should have something. He can play a perfect heel to Big E's face. It'll be interesting to see, and I know it'll it'll come out sooner rather than later, but it'll be interesting to see with his contract being up in January how he's used and what's done because if he doesn't resign, then, you know, we'll see the whole, uh, you know, 
laying on your back, staring at the lights <laughs> until your contract's up. Um, and then why move him to Raw? If if they're not going to do like at this point, they're probably already in negotiations. Yeah, was it, is this is this like is this a, a sign of good faith where it's hey, we're going to move you to Raw, we're going to put you put you in the main event picture, we're going to give you a run. But if that doesn't end up with him winning the belt, like what's the point of it? Yeah. So yeah, you had a run, but you had a run with Roman and you didn't win it, and then you went away from Roman and and didn't do anything else after that. They threw you and Sammy back together again because they didn't have anything else for you. I mean, then you got, so again, you got Crown Jewel, so nothing's going to happen. You got Survivor Series, which is possibly Raw versus SmackDown again. So if they do that, then there's no real main event in that. It's just brand versus brand. Okay, so you got TLC, you got the New Year's Day pay-per-view, and you got Royal Rumble. I mean, They're running running three pay-per-views in two months, man. TLC in December, uh, November or uh, January first, and then Rumble at the end of January. That's too much. Yeah, this thing, January first things don't happen. Things don't have time to breathe as it is because right. of how close their pay per views are to begin with, and now you're going to run three back to back to back. And we said Survivor Series is the twenty first, so I mean you could just eliminated the pay per view in December. Just don't even do it since you're doing January first. And it will like you had extreme rules, so why do you need TLC? It's the you same pay per view. No, they didn't. It's the same pay per view, just just yeah. title different. Just the concept one, behind it's the same. One of them needs. There's so many pay per views that need to go. The theme pay per views of Hell in a Cell and Elimination Chamber need to go. Theme pay, TLC needs to go. Extreme rules needs to go. Just do matches and storylines when it makes sense. Don't do... Okay, it's December. we got to have a TLC match. It's one of the other reasons why I like AEW is because they only have four pay-per-views. Yeah. Technically five, but... And then you get the, the quarterly specials thrown in, and yeah. it, it... So you're you're still only at eight, eight a year. Um, it's just... Yeah, that's... I don't know, man. Like, but do you remember a couple years ago when the brand split started and they were doing two pay per views a month? That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was insane. Was, there yeah. was 20, 26 shows a year. It was nuts. Was overkill. And they chopped it down to what, 14? Yeah. And it still hasn't gotten better. And this year, normally in October, there's two pay per views because usually they do one in Saudi Arabia and they do an actual like US pay per view. So at least this year they cut a pay-per-view in October. I, they're showing these people that I have no idea who they are. Am I that out of touch with, with pop culture? But I don't listen to country music. I was so going to say, I don't think you listen to country anyway. So No, I don't. <laughs> Not even excited for Adele's new album. I mean, come on now. Who? <laughs> who? The greatest of all time. That's who. You're so full of shit. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> She's not even top five. <laughs> Wait till that 30, 30 album drops. Can't wait to live through her pain the past few years just off that album. Why is Akira Tozawa coming out for Kevin Owens? Turn 
bump the mic. I have my I have it muted right now. I'm gonna turn up the volume a little bit. Yeah, Kevin, that, that face is exactly. All right. So Kira Tozawa is the welcoming committee. I'm starting to get a headache watching this show, dude. This is insane. <laughs> like, how do I can't believe people sit through this every single Monday. I would be okay with Walter being drafted, but listen, if they did that, like I would stand up and give applause because <laughs> that's something that, that needs to be seen. Like, yes, why is Walter not on the main roster? Yeah. I remember way back before NXT signed Walter, he had an interview with, I believe it was Stone Cold. Um, or maybe it was right after he signed with NXT, but he didn't. He talked about how he didn't want to be like on the main roster, and you know, wanted to to stay in the UK and and stay over there and everything else. So, like, would I love to see Walter on the main roster? Absolutely. Is Walter somebody that should be on the main roster? Absolutely. Will Walter ever be on the main roster? Probably not. And if Walter goes to the main roster, will they use him properly? Probably not. And Street Profits were just drafted to Raw. So at least they kept them together. They did no keep them together. Was, we were, Monte, you know, Angela Dawkins was worried about the, the, the split up. Um, you know. So I, mean, I said that the other day as soon as they drafted New Day to SmackDown. It, you know, they were going to break them up because that's what they did last year. Viking Raiders to SmackDown. You know that that might be good for them. I mean, they, you know, they've had injuries and in, in that, but yeah. their their run on Raw was was nothing forgettable to yeah. say the least. So, and you um, and you have New Day there, you have Usos there, so it's different. You know, people that they really haven't been in storylines with. They can go with anybody. Yeah. Like as hot as War Machine was when they came into the WWE. Finn you know. Balor to Raw, so that's the best thing they did. I agree. That was that's probably the best move so far of the night that I've seen. But do they just throw him in the United States picture? Like, but again, he's another one that could have something good with. I mean, there's face face doesn't work, but you can have a good match with Big E. And Ricochet to SmackDown. I was I was kind of hoping for this, but we'll see what it does if it does anything at all. You know, um, we we talked about early in the show about not seeing baby faces to beat Roman Reigns, and and I don't I don't know if Ricochet is the baby face to beat Roman Reigns, but um, like you can build that baby face up. Yeah, I don't know if this is the last. If that was the last round or not, I believe there should be at least one or two more. I think we should get two more rounds in the third hour. Yeah, they've been doing two each, two each hour. So, right. Yes. How long does this tag team last between Nikki and Rhea? 
if it was crazy Nikki, I would say a long time. Like that that would be an awesome tag team because it would work. They have the similar gimmick. But this tag team, like the only reason why they did this is because they saw the success of Riddle and Orton and they said, Oh, we'll just do it with the women. Yeah. And we'll, what are what what's the two polar opposites that we can put together where they'll have, you know, um it's the same exact it's the same exact gimmick and storyline as the men, but Nikki and Rhea, you know, they're not Riddle and Orton. It's moving on from both of them, but keeping a title on them at the same time. I don't think Charlotte should have beat Nikki. I told you the storyline I would have went with was Nikki versus Alexa, and you could have did the Batman versus Joker. And that's the storyline you could have told. Yeah. Given given the gimmick for each person. You had the yeah. superhero versus the supervillain. That wrote itself. I mean, in a way, you could still do that, but now you're putting Rhea with that. At some point, Rhea could turn on her, you know, be the villain again. And we're still getting this match again. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Again. It's... Are there no other women tag teams that they can put together to have them two face? You have them in singles matches each week. Then you have them wrestling in tag team matches together. And then you have them doing a title change. And it, it's like, honestly, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Shayna and Nia anymore. Who else do you have as a women tag team right now? Other than Shotzi and Tegan on SmackDown. That's it. That's it. We got a. Uh, I called for that on Friday night. Whenever yeah. Hit Row got drafted, to me that that faction, that group is is tremendous. Santos Escobar, um, you know, is is somebody that to me is is star power written written across the board. He was he was amazing in Lucha Underground as King Cuerno, um, you know. Watching him in AAA, and then his run in NXT. But Ross still needs an NXT draft tonight. Uh, if we're going to do two again, like we did on Friday night, they still need theirs. Again, if they call them up, do you trust? Do you trust them to do anything with them? No. You know that jobber match we jobber tag team match we had earlier in the hour. That's exactly what you'll get with them every Monday night. They might do something in the very beginning just to hype them up a little bit, but eventually they'll just be taken lower and lower in the card. They'll be on main event. They'll be on matches like that. And, and yeah, that's three. Electra, uh, Electra, like we we talked about this whenever her and BFAB had their match, and they they both kind of got exposed as as not being, you know, ring ready. Yeah. Um, I don't think I. Yeah, I'd rather see Electra stay in NXT. I wouldn't want to keep her as part of the group. Mic work wise, I think she's good on the mic, but <laughs> yeah, Nickelodeon NXT <laughs> either. Yep. Yeah, I um, I that that's the whole other thing. But NXT, you know, it's it's. Uh... I know you didn't watch last week. Last week was was out of the three that they've done since the rebrand. Last week's episode was the hardest one to watch. 
Um, so it's going to peak in Valley. I'll see. be interested to see if they stay in the sixes from a rating standpoint goes because um, they fell back down out of the, the lower sevens. Um, but, yeah, that NXT is going to be rough until they give you enough characters that you buy in and believe in. Yeah. Obviously, Braun Breaker is off to his start. Um, they've done really good with him over the first three weeks. I hate the name Braun Breaker. We've talked about that on the pod. You know, I, I hate that they don't reference the second generation, the Steiners and everything else that is just tailor made to get him over even more than what he already is. And like you have that built in and, you know, part of it may be the kid wants to get his, you know, get by on it on his own, which is fine. But like the na- his name was Rex Steiner on the Indies. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's a great name. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can, you know, you, you can, I get it. They changed the name for the, for the IP and they want it, they want to have it, you know, as their property. But at the same time, you could have came up with something better than Braun Breaker. Hopefully by the time he moves up to the main roster, they'll change the name again. Cause that name's not going to go over in the main roster. Well, on the main roster, it's usually cuts down the one name. So he's either <laughs> going to be Braun or he's going to be Breaker, and that's not going to do anything for him. No. He just needs a complete gimmick change on whenever he's moved up to the main roster at that point. I mean, I've liked him from what I've watched so far. I, th- I think he is. I don't know when they're planning on doing another takeover or if they'll if takeovers are going to be done, they'll start something new. Um, but whatever their next first pay-per-view will be and at this point i wouldn't even mind waiting until like royal rumble weekend for that but yeah no you need time you you need time they they should not run a a a special pay-per-view takeover they shouldn't run that for you know for at least the you know get through the end of this year before you even think about doing something like that given given the shift that they've had so um yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like the I like the wrestlers they they brought in from NXT so far. We'll see what it does with them, if anything. The and only one I'm hesitant about is Jai Lee because she was so much like so much of her in the transformation to yeah. to Ty and Shah or however you pronounce it. I probably just butchered that, but it I, it's two hours in, into raw and I can't think straight. I mean, um, right off of tonight, I don't care about Austin theory already. Um, hit row. I, I swerve. I'm, I'm invested in swerve. I don't, I'm not invested in the rest of them. I'm just invested in swerve. Cause like you said on the pod the I'm, other day, I'm, I'm glad you no matter where. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a talent regardless. I, I, I'm glad that you brought up hit row because top dollar on Twitter. Um, came out and, and basically said like, Hey, you guys that are shitting on four individuals that just had their lives changed in a, in a moment that for, for them is something that's very special and real. And just to completely catch the flack and the negativity and all that that they got just by hiring their names drafted, you know, He's like it's unnecessary, and like, what are you like? What are you doing as as a if you're a true fan? What are you doing? I mean, you brought up a good point. I don't remember if it was Friday night or on the show Saturday, but you brought up a point that look who's going to be writing for them. 
you know, the people writing for them are not going to do this team justice. That's my biggest worry. Yeah. You're not those those four in NXT were able to do what they what they could do because they were allowed to do it. Hunter knew that. Hunter like let them get that gimmick over, right? Yeah. Last sure Tuesday, them pointers, but oh yeah, absolutely. But last Tuesday when when they came out, it was you could see that they were told, all right, all you standing in a row in a ring together and this and that. Yeah. Like so it's like they were already right. being prepped. You're already being prepped for yeah. the presentation that you're going to get on the on the main roster. You know, you know. And are I, they going to be able to deliver? Because there are so many people. Okay, you. So if they're they're going to hit Rose on what? They're on SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay, you got New Day to go against them on the mic, or is Hit Row really going to destroy New Day on the mic? Guys that have been doing this week in week out for what better part of a decade. So here's my here's my thing with that. If if you give them bullet points and you let them work it into the the rap style, a la you know Cena back in the day, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm a, I, I I trust them to get that over. But if you're gonna write the lyrics and the raps for them, and then have them go out there and try to do it, whether it's against the New Day or whoever else, it's not gonna come across good. Yeah. It's just not, and uh, uh, you know, a seventy-two-year-old guy that looks like me—I said it on Saturday—is not going to be somebody that's going to be able to write for four people that look like them. Yeah. And again, the guy below them, below Vince, isn't much younger, you know, so he's not going to do much to the gimmick either. I don't even know who's backstage that. I could trust with them, you know, as an agent right now. Like if there was, if there's a good agent that could get this, I yeah, pair them up and just let them run with it, you know, as a team. But because, and that's one thing Vince doesn't do. He doesn't let the characters do the work. So, so Nikki and Rhea pick up a win here. Um, quick match, you know, Again, the women, uh, you know, they, the, uh, the women, the, what they do to the women on these shows. This is this was a quick what five six minute match. Yeah, if that, the bullshit they pulled on Friday night, I'm still hot about yes. with Carmella and Liv, and just the utter just disrespect. Um, and it, here yep. I called it. When we come back. Yep. When we come back, leading into the face off with Goldberg and Lashley to kick off the third hour. It's, yeah. The I mean, Natalia and Tamina; those are people that if they lose, it's not hurting them. They are just they're the workhorses of the women's division. But would you let would you let Natalia win uh, Queen's Crown? I know we said Shayna. I would just to give her 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 due, and it's gonna be interesting because there haven't been a ton of women that have wrestled over in Saudi Arabia still, but. Who was the first match? It was Natalia versus somebody. Sasha. Was it okay? Yeah. So, no, it was Sasha and Alexa was the first match. No, oh, Natalia right. was the first one. Was it the first match? Well, it was her and Sasha. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get another draft pick too. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 
not all the women like to go over there and they're not going to use a ton of women over there. So that could have a factor in it. Who, who wins this is who wants to get travel over there and who people in Saudi Arabia actually want to see too. For me, Natalia is one of those people that I'm, I'm perfectly okay with no matter, you know, anytime they put something on her, you know, they might not give her the storyline to justify the win all the time, but I think she deserves every title that she's ever got. She puts in the work harder than I think than anybody in that's on that roster for how long she's done it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you go back to NXT and her and Charlotte, yeah, you know, had their match that you know could you could pinpoint and say, well, that that you know was the genesis of the women's revolution. Um, and how long and was, was she on the on TV even before before she was NXT? Right. She, how long was she wrestling on indies and in Canada before she even made WWE? No, right. I mean, wrestling wise, like she puts in the work day in and day out. Yeah. She yeah, has, I, they, I don't know where it's at. I don't know if it's in like on her property or if she just has like a warehouse somewhere. But she has a ring that she trains in. Oh yeah, so. you see her and her and TJ all the time, and yeah. they you know people go over there and they they go at it. It's just. To, she's she's the female Dolph Ziggler, in the fact that occasionally they'll throw a title on them. But other than yep. that, we're going to put you out there to have solid matches with people, yep. and you're going to do whatever needs to be done. And you know, maybe both of them in their careers at this point are happy and satisfied with that. Great. Do I wish that they would have done more with Natalia? Yeah, I don't know what it was that didn't make them go as far as they've gone with other women in the company. And I think it's just her mic work. So that's, that would be my guess. And that's just a guess. But she never let her like flush it out to where she got good on a mic. Like yeah. Be- Becky flushed it out to where Becky then got punched in the face by Naya and boom, you have the man and the confidence yeah. was there. And now the microphone skills came about. Yeah. Bailey, Bailey wasn't the best on the mic, but once she changed it up and found the ding dong hello, that was the best mic work on the pandemic yeah. was Bailey. She was you know? SmackDown. Right. Charlotte, Charlotte and Sasha have pretty much been straight on the mic since they came up. Mm-hmm. Bianca right now is still flushing her way through it on the microphone with the, yeah. you know, the hundred percent all American babyface BS they've been giving her. So like you, but she's never been given the opportunity to truly flush it no, out. You're right. You can Even say that they- about Na- you can say that about Naomi too. Yeah, I think they just tried to give her mic work when they made her a heel, and the whole heel thing didn't fit her, and then they just never tried again. You know, you you go, you go, like, the, the case in point, best thing that I can say in regards to them allowing the women to grow on the microphone and do what they do. Ruby Riot, I can't tell you what she said in WWE because I don't think I ever heard her. She goes to AEW in the first three weeks, she cuts – that, that her and Britt had the best, probably the best promo segment back and forth in 2021. Yeah. And and you, it was like, wow, Ruby, Ruby can talk. It's amazing. They let her talk. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you like? I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what what why they're hesitant on it. Is this the uh-huh. final round here? 
He didn't say that, but my TV's so off. I'm, I'm like, it's the the mouse aren't even matching up with the words. That's how off my stream is right now. Cross is staying on raw. I hate what they did to him. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of him is on the NXT, but he deserved better. Umberto and Angel Garza are going to SmackDown. SmackDown building up the tag team division? We had three tag teams. Alexa Bliss was drafted to Raw. So, surprising they actually drafted her. I thought she was going to end up being a free agent. And why would that be the picture that you show? <laughs> Let me back out completely and see if I can get the stream back up again to where it's at a decent point. Cesaro's staying on SmackDown. That's good for him. So, again, we don't know how long Alexa's out for. Yeah. If they draft Bliss, but they don't draft Bailey, to me, that says. Bliss is coming back sooner rather than later. Here comes Goldberg. I don't get why people still want to see him. He is dangerous in the ring. Yeah. That's not a joke either. No, that, I, like I'm I'm 1,000% yeah. serious in this. He yeah. is dangerous in the ring. The last three matches he's had, he's almost killed somebody or himself. The last match he should have had was him and The Undertaker after how bad of a train wreck, train wreck that was. I, I, would, I could have seen a justification on one more match after that just to redeem yourself and God on a high note, but that would have been it. I mean, him him and Taker, you know, the concussion, and then you, you have two guys in their 50s out there wrestling in 120-degree temperature yeah. didn't help either. But, I mean, his last match, which should have been the, the swan song of it all, was him and Lesnar at Mania. Yeah. That was the best match, and, yeah, it, and everything everything since then has been dangerous to the point where I'm scared to watch because I'm afraid somebody's going to get legitimately hurt in the ring. So what do we say, that he has like three or four matches left on his contract? Uh, or is it two believe, or three, maybe? I believe it's two or three. So this would probably count towards one, so he would have maybe two next year, probably a Mania, a Royal Rumble or a Mania, and then, or both, and then he's done. Or wait, do one, and then come back for Saudi Arabia next year, and that's it. What I say? He's going to talk first, and then last year will come out. So this this is going to go longer just because he's cutting a promo first. But he's re he's re saying exactly what he cut last week. That's no surprise. He never says anything. Doesn't change his storyline much. He sticks to the same bullet points week in week out usually. Who beat him up already? That's cheeks almost up. Yeah. Uh, We're officially two hours in, so one hour remaining. And here's here's what I don't get, right? Goldberg Goldberg's so pissed off at Lashley for what he did to his son, and he's so enraged and he's so outraged at the audacity that what he did was just this this just case of you know brutality that wasn't warranted. 
Why are you standing in the ring and letting the man talk? <laughs> That's a good point. Why why are you not going jumping out of the ring and running yeah. up the ramp right at him? Why, why are you calling him down to the ring? Why wasn't he that, that Monday night after after SummerSlam? Well, they played up the leg injury, which is why he's been off TV. Lashley's suit game is on point though tonight. I I like yeah. the I like the color there, that three piece. Yeah. Black tie means business. These two on a microphone is just not working. <laughs> yeah, that's what MVP is there for with him. But, but see, the thing was like weak spot. But in TNA, it wasn't. Eh, it was still a weak spot. He might have been good for TNA, but it was still a weak spot for him. Oh god, they're gonna have a no holds barred yeah. match. I don't need a 55-year-old man talking about it. This gives me a license to kill. <laughs> and, and if he's supposed to be the face in this match, you know, why is he so excited for this? I mean, you know Lashley's winning. You know, Bobby won at SummerSlam. Lashley's, or Goldberg's winning at uh, Crown Jewel. You know, he doesn't have the title now, so he doesn't need to worry about the win. Oh, so he added on to the tagline. Bob Lashley, you're next and you're dead. So we got that added on to the the catchphrase. Is that going to go on the back of the shirt? (laughs) AEW had to talk about guns. All right, we'll talk about that you're being dead. Bobby, stop the music from playing. This is going to keep on going. Why is the kid gang involved? Uh, Because they need something to build a story around. Nope. Here's what I say. We're brought back. What I say. You're gonna get spear, spear. I mean, I can I get a job in WWE because I've written this show for them tonight. <laughs> I've literally, I've literally called out every segment as it as before it played out, and I'm like, they could use you. You just need to write better than than this shit. They're always looking online. Apply. I'm not moving to Stanford. <laughs> I don't like the winners here in Pennsylvania. You think I'm going to move <laughs> up to Connecticut? You're out of your mind. And besides, that job, you know, I, you, I, you get hired, and then six weeks later, they you, you're out of a job. It's yeah. not, nah, not worth it. Well, let's show this that didn't matter. Yeah, because this was worth it. This was such a great segment earlier. 
So what what did this do? All this did was establish what that Austin Theory is a heel. Yeah. Didn't establish anything. I wonder how many people are still on the uh, cancel Austin theory based off of his checkered past. I mean, it seems like everybody forgave Matt Riddle for whatever reason, but you don't hear about Matt Riddle's problems anymore. It's just, uh, and I don't, I don't know the severity between Austin theories, allegations versus dreams, allegations, um, That'd be the Velveteen Dreams. Um, But it's just like one's no longer in the company and the other one's on Monday Night Raw. You can look into that any further if you want. We're not going to do that because that's not the type of show we are. (laughs) But at the same time, like, eh. I don't know. It took a while for the, the crowd to really turn on Dream, too. With the 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 modern version of Macho Man Randy Savage glasses we got going on right now, and he brought the Corella Deville coat out. <laughs> the Monday Night Messiah returns. Is he going to continue to call him by the wrong name like he always does? <laughs> Why isn't Edge attacking him right now? Edge is a raw superstar. This is run. This is Monday Night Raw. They're bringing it up. And so, uh, what are we going to get? Edge showing up at their house? (laughs) Because this is this this whole feud has this whole feud between them two has been, which one can one up the other one as far as being crazier. And they both talked about the deep, dark, scary places that they need to go to to beat the other one. So I edged do it with reference to going back to being the brood. Yeah. You know, and they brought that out for the entrance at SummerSlam and yada, yada, yada. And then Seth one up in it and going, no, I'll see your brood entrance and I'll go uh, break into your house and commit <laughs> a B&E. And now we have, again, two new SmackDown stars on Monday Night Raw. And we'll see who they're facing. Oh, so, so they're already bit, hurt. <laughs> are, are, is that real life? That's the match that we're getting right That's now. The match. Yep. So they're they're hurt from a couple of minutes ago. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Be interesting if the, the guys that they're showing on here, if those are actually the guys that they're using. I can see Liv, Carmella, and Naomi all being in this tournament. Yeah. I mean, for the guys, they're showing stars. So why are we, that's probably not it. Why are we having this match after what just happened? Filler. So you have baby faces coming out to take advantage of the beaten down heels. And that's no not 
it's not the way it's supposed to be, <laughs> right? That's backwards booking. But the heels are their, the heels are their last come out, turn. I mean, it gives them a, the heels are supposed out. to supposed to come out and take advantage of the baby face when the baby face is beaten down. Again, there's no logic here. I, again, if you guys are still watching the show, we love you. And thanks a lot for tuning in. We're trying to keep this entertaining through this and, and you know, analyze these draft picks and that and whatnot. And basically, this is just us, you know, shooting the shit like we like to do. But if you're still watching the show at quarter after 10, please hit us up in the comments and tell us one, did you like the show tonight? Two, what still has you watching this show? Because <laughs> If we weren't doing the podcast, I would not be watching the show. Yeah, I would have been. I would have tuned out a long time ago, probably after the first segment. Even for the draft picks, like I'm not even excited over the draft picks. Who who's got? All right, so who's? Say, give me a second. I'm going to pull up. Yeah, right. While we're on, while we're on commercial. I don't know if you've been updating the list as we've gone as we've gone on along tonight, but let's pull it up and let's let's take a look at what they've done so far. Yeah, this is what we're looking at so far. This is I have it split up the draft picks from Friday and the draft picks from tonight. So this is let's just look at tonight's draft picks. Raw, you have Becky, Lashley, Seth, Priest, Styles, Almost, Owens, Street Profits, Finn, Cross, Alexa Bliss. It's not. That's not ba- that's not bad. You could you could work with that when when you look at what they did on Friday night: Biggie, Bianca, RK Bro, Edge, Ripley, Nikki, Keith Lee, Ray and Dominic, and then Austin Theory. Um, SmackDown: Uso, Sasha, Nakamura, Boog, Sheamus, Shayna, Zaylee, Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Umberto, and Garza. Can't make my R's roll, so that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> and then Cesaro. On here. Uh, you tie that in with my what SmackDown did on Friday night. You know, just looking at the main, like the main roster. You know, main show draft picks. I think. <sighs> I think I like Raw's roster a little bit better just looking at these names right here. I mean, I like Big E, like Bianca. I don't have a problem with RK Bro or Edge, Ripley, Nikki, Keith Lee. I like Austin Theory, but we'll see what they do with them. Becky's a good pick. Lashley staying on Raw's great. Seth coming to, to Raw's good. Damian Priest, I don't care about. Almost, I don't care about. But AJ Styles is at NASA to any brand he's on. Owens is good. Street Profits good. Finn, I wanted on on Raw. Alexa, I was actually hoping she was going to go to SmackDown. But, you know, seeing as SmackDown's so heavy right now, Alexa needs to be on Raw. So let's 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 break this down and take a look at this from uh, women only. Raw, you have Becky, Bianca, Rhea, Nikki, Rhea, Nikki, Alexa. And then you also have, uh, based off of what was done on Talking Smack, you also have, um, 
Tony Storm. Was that it for women on SmackDown? Aaliyah. Oh. Carmella hasn't been drafted yet. Liv hasn't been drafted yet. Bailey. I actually expected Carmella to get drafted to Raw because of Corey, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah, if Bailey gets drafted because of her injury, but Nia got injured, so is out with an injury, so we'll see if Nia got drafted. Um, Aaliyah, to me, plays too much in that same role that Carmella and Liv are currently playing in. So if Carmella does get drafted to Raw, then I could see Aaliyah's spot there. Um, SmackDown, you have Charlotte and Sasha. Naomi. Shayna. And then, depending on Hit Row, if they use BFAB. As an actual B-Fab is B-Fab is not going to wrestle on the main roster, and if B-Fab wrestles on the main roster, it's not like. That was a quick match. Well, yeah, because Goldberg like took him out. Been, but... SmackDown, from a women's standpoint, you have Charlotte and Sasha. Shayna isn't there yet. Sasha's a heel. Charlotte's a heel. Shayna's a heel. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, what's Zia Lee going to be coming in as? Because she was playing heelish. Zia, yeah, but Zia's on, Zia's on Raw, isn't she? No, Zia's going to SmackDown. Okay, so that's a heel. Tony Storm is, I guess, a face because she's been associated with Boogs and with Boogs and yeah. Nakamura. Do with Aaliyah because wasn't Aaliyah was she heel or face on NXT? She ended up as a face based yeah. on the beatdown. So you have an entire roster of heels on SmackDown. <laughs> Things are not to change with that. With Liv, Liv wasn't drafted yet. No, not yet. Natty wasn't drafted yet. Tamina wasn't drafted no. yet. Tegan and Knox weren't drafted yet. Does is Raw talk on tonight after Raw, or does that go on tomorrow? Um, I believe it'll be on tonight. Maybe they tape it tonight and it'll air tomorrow on the network. Yeah. I don't think they go live right after Raw. I don't know the. So Kofi just drank uh, an empty cup and now he's. I just show. I can't stand this show. We'll see if they do anything with him with with Balor on Raw now. Have him be the guy in NXT. That's what they should have done with him on SmackDown. There should have never been that. Did you see? Did you see the rumor online was going that Cena was the one that cut the rope? 
Yes. And they were showing still shots. Yeah. It's like Cena wasn't the one that cut the rope, guys. <laughs> like, no, but it's funny. It is funny, but still. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Saying it's a two for one. You get the demon and Finn. Do you think that they will ever give him another run? He deserves another run, but I don't know. Like, I think him getting injured was the worst thing that could have happened because Vince looked at him already as a a small guy. And and then you get hurt during the match. And Mm -hmm. we, we... you know, we have to take it off you. I mean, he. Yeah, that was that was a rough, a rough time. And I don't know. If the, he has never fully come back from that other than be, his return to NXT. And I get, you know, you're in the company. And especially since they made changes in NXT. If they wouldn't have made the changes, I would have rather seen Finn just stay in NXT for good. I wanted him to go over to the UK and face Walter yeah. for the belt, but they had Dragonoff beat Walter. Yeah. So and I think I think they pulled the trigger on Dragonoff beating Walter because of the pandemic and how long it's been that they couldn't do Finn versus Walter over yeah. in Dublin. I think so too. Because that's what they were that's what they were building for for the massive show over there. Which... That would have been an incredible show. Been an incredible match. But that crowd would have just ate all that up. And not that not that Walter and Dragonoff wasn't incredible because it was. Yeah. It's in it's in my it's in my probably we're coming up, we're gonna be coming up on year end here. I mean Walter Dragonoff too is probably up there in it in it off the top of my head, at least top ten matches of the year. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um so yeah, but I you know, I think they I think they wanted to do Finn and Walter, but it just never worked out because of the pandemic, which was a shame because that was something that, you know, like you said, that crowd over there with those two and that, it would have been amazing. Especially if you would have beat Walter. In Ireland? Absolutely. Would have been unbelievable. He was the perfect person to, to run the UK brand for a bit after Walter. Because for how much Walter held down that division, Finn was so much over. It's even another thing where I thought, I didn't understand why, instead of letting um, Alistair Black go, why they didn't move him back over to the UK. Because he could have ran that division too. Yeah, but I mean, he he moved over here like him and Zelina had a house over. Like, you know what I mean? It's not as simple as just, oh, hey, we're going to move you back over to the UK. Like, I don't think like. Yeah, but they could have done it because they don't tape weekly. They tape their shows, you know, in a handful of time that he could. They could have traveled. But again, not with the pandemic. So, like, you know. We won't even talk about how how much better AEW has used him since oh. since signing because it's like talk about night and day. Um, Again, another one that I wasn't a fan of in WWE, but you know I enjoy so much more watching him on AEW actually having the freedom to do the character he wants to do. So, like, we—I mean, as far as like names movement wise and that, like, 
it's pretty much been status quo as far as names yeah. goes. Um, to me, they really haven't done anything that like you know shakes the snowball, so to speak, of the roster and, yeah. and having chaos ensue to where you get everything land and you're like, oh wow, I gotta watch both shows now. Yeah. It, to me, they haven't done that. No, this will be more okay. We got a couple of weeks. I don't care about Crown Jewel, so I probably won't tune in the next couple of weeks. But after the dust settles from Crown Jewel, they come back. Yeah, once the draft picks actually take take shape at the end of the month. Okay, do do I tune back in? I don't know. I'll see what they do for Survivor Series. See the um so AEW and them are both running the same same arena, the UBS arena in yeah. Minneapolis. The AEW is basically pretty much sold out, and WWE is having a lot of trouble. Having a lot of trouble. A lot of people were complaining about the ticket prices. I don't even know what the ticket prices are between the shows, yeah. and I, and and I saw a lot of hey WWE, how do you, how can you expect to? to have people pay this amount of money given what you're putting on as a product wise and expect to move tickets the way you're doing. And reports were that they're having a hard time selling tickets for SummerSlam. Yeah. Or I mean, Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. UBS Arena is in New York. In New York. Yeah. Uh, Long um, Island. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but like when we went, when we went here in Pittsburgh for Dynamite and Rampage, we went to both nights and it was $50 for both nights. Yeah. Which still surprised me how cheap that was. Right. And we had, you know, we had five hours of wrestling we watched yeah. for two nights for 50 bucks. So I basically paid $10 an hour. Yeah. And it was worth like, it. It was absolutely worth the it. The crowd was into it. But you saw how into the crowd was for AEW and uh, at Arthur Ashe a couple weeks ago. I think that that they're gonna they're gonna be all in for that too, for that dynamite. So again, they come back from break again. You you, they do this stupid. We're gonna do the ring entrance, <laughs> cut to commercial, come back. You're standing in the ring. The crowd is dead silent coming back out of a commercial break. And you know. If I was a fan, I would hate to be at a live WWE show. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't go to a live Raw these days. It's too much. I don't know if that's the lighting on Almost's face or the way Almost's face was, but that did not like put him <laughs> in the best of light. Why is he making that face like that? He's angry. That's not... He's seven two. He doesn't need to. Oh my god! I want to see how angry you are out there. How long is this going to last? Because if you know, Bianca and Charlotte are going to get what? They're going to get the the rollover. So they'll get. Do they even do the rollover anymore? Do they cut out eleven now? No, they do the rollover. 
So they'll get 14 minutes, 15 minutes from like 10 to 11 until like 11.04. So this goes till, if this goes to to 20 till, you got to come back, possibly have another round of draft, and then probably go to commercial break and have them their match. Go at least 15, 20. They're not going to give them 20. There's no way they give them 20. They'll get, they'll get eight, eight to 12 after entrances. If that, I was going to say, Oh, I was even going to say, well, if they started entrances at 20 and then they give them 15 in the ring and then whatever happened or, or they give them 10, 10 and five, the five over is, uh, whatever they, whatever they decide to end the show with. So I said, I don't think like, what? I don't think the bell rings. I don't think you get action between them two until like until 10 to 11. Okay. How many times do you have AJ Styles eat a RKO over the last two months? <laughs> and these two have feuded before. So it's not like this is the first time AJ Styles has ever taken an RKO. So we don't have a challenge. We don't have a match. Again, another segment. The baby faces leave the hills lane. And if he's that upset, why isn't he chasing after Orton? Well, so you happy hi- to be there. You hyped that up, and that's what you gave us. Well, maybe they will get them a little longer, considering it's 10.30. So either when we come back, we're going to get the last draft picks, if there are more, or maybe that's how they'll end the show. There's another round. Maybe they'll end the show with the last draft picks. Maybe they have some I, I think, shit I up. think I think you'll come back. You'll get, you'll get the last round of draft picks. You'll get their entrances. You'll get another commercial break. Come back. come back. You'll get the announcement for the match. Becky's music will hit. She'll walk out. That'll take up some time. Thirty minutes left. Watching after thirty minutes left, are we gonna are we gonna power through the last thirty minutes? Are we gonna wrap this shit up? (laughs) I'd be okay just staying through the match, but I'll tell you this much: I will not be tuning in next week. I don't even know if I'll be tuning in this Friday. (laughs) How how mad are you for me suggesting that we do a watch along for both nights of the draft? Oh, you don't get a vote anymore. Just killing it. <laughs> See Donald and Jason bowed out. The one dude that the one dude that watches Raw every week hasn't hasn't sent in a comment since eight oh eight. Yeah, he sent a comment not even ten minutes into the show. Haven't heard a peep from him the rest of the night, and yet he's the one that supposedly watches the show religiously every single week. Let's see if he's been active on social media other than that. No, he hasn't. Probably fell asleep. Probably, yeah, that's, that'd be my guess. Jason, this is a wellness check. Are you sleeping or are you watching? <laughs> Listen, I, Jay, you better you better prep and come prepare for Saturday because I watched the entire show tonight. So <laughs> when we get into bell to bell on Saturday's show, um, yeah. 
Jason be ready. questioning whether or not you watch the entire show. The person that says that you got to watch the entire show of Raw, have you watched? Yeah, I don't think. I think you watch the Hulu condensed version, and then you just come in acting like you watch the damn show the entire week because you know we have nothing to talk about with it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like like looking back and thinking back from this show, I don't think there's been one segment that did anything positive for anybody involved. Up to this point, absolutely not. There hasn't been one. There hasn't been one entertaining segment all night long. Like there hasn't been one thing that I, that if I was supposed to tell somebody that didn't watch the show what to tune in for, I don't have anything. Yeah, we'll see what this main event match brings, but. How many roll-ups have we had tonight, too? Too many. That's ridiculous. I got... I can understand the 24-7 championship, even though I don't like it, you know, with the constant roll-ups with that. At least I get it. You know, the title doesn't mean anything, so it doesn't matter. When Damian Priest is the United States champion, he's winning a match with a roll-up. Like, why? You had had Priest with a roll-up. You had... Uh, Nikki and Nikki and Rhea actually did somewhat of a finishing move. Um, you had Umberto and Garza with a roll up. How did the New Day win? I, that I match just it. happened, and, I, and that match yeah, just I happened, and I forgot. I didn't see the ending of it. We had the we had the draft list up. I didn't see it. What do you think of uh, Mandy Rose's transformation? So far, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I've never... She was she was on she was on busted open and they were talking about like the makeover and like her going down to NXT and you know how she felt about it and everything else and she said that um she she wants to she wants to be known for somebody that can wrestle in the ring she doesn't want to be known for her looks and she's dead for majority of my career basically all of my career I've been known just for my looks. Here we go, the last little picks. Um, they did disservice to her at the beginning whenever they paired her with Eva, though. That was it, you know, that didn't help her out the very beginning of her career. All right. Last round. There's Carmella. Carmella. Graves is happy. Yep. Thank the God my prayers have been answered. That makes sense. <laughs> that was good. What do you say? A little partial, are we, Corey? That's who. That's who was. That's who was up on Friday. I I couldn't think about it. That's who was up. That's a surprise, so, just because that's two smack two for SmackDown tonight. Well, what does that mean for Pete Dunn? Did he not resign? Ah, good point. Or we'll see if Pete Dunn comes to Raw.
Wow, he just gets moved right to the main roster. Gable Stevenson. I don't know. That's it. Didn't work out for Mark Henry. No. And uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to be Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's like once in a lifetime. I don't. I don't like that at all. And Kurt had a lot of work before he moved to the main roster. Kurt trained here in Pittsburgh for a while. Kurt trained in OVW or whatever it was at that point for a while. Okay, Sammy saying on, on SmackDown. I'm fine seeing him and Owens separated for a yeah. while. Uh, I don't I don't like the Gable Stevenson pick. No, I don't either. I mean, I get it, like, fresh off the, you know, well, not fresh off the Olympics. The Olympics were in August, July and August, and now we're in October. But. <sighs> oh, Trina actually like a real draft with him. That, that's the only pick you did that for? <laughs> See, this is the. If you're going to do a draft, Bully and Dave brought this up this morning, like. If you're going to do the draft and you got these networks vying for picks, like why don't you have either somebody from the network there with, with say, you know, Sonya Bully was like, why don't you have Sonya with a representative from the network for SmackDown, and you have Pierce as a representative from, from the with the network for Raw, and those and they're talking to the representatives and and doing that and having somebody else announce the picks, or why don't you bring back, why don't you bring back. You know, you're always looking for for the cheap pop and the cheap rating boost. Why don't you have like a SmackDown known superstar come back to announce the picks for SmackDown, and a and a Raw known superstar come back and announce the picks for Raw? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you have Stone Cold come back for for Raw picks, and why don't you have the Undertaker come back and announce SmackDown picks? I'd enjoy that more. Like they did that a couple years ago. Whenever they first moved to Fox, they had that like War Room with USA and Fox and that just came off stupid. Um, well, the way that the way that they were reacting off the picks yeah. that it wasn't legitimate, but like why don't like if you just have like, you know, the top brass or whatever from each network and there and it's Sonya and Pierce for from each brand because, you know, and then they're they're the ones that are calling the draft picks in and you have, you know, Sonya picking up the phone just like in the NFL draft where do you see them get on the phone and yeah. they call in a draft pick. So I have Sonya pick up the phone and, and and call down to whoever, you know, from from SmackDown like that's, you know, a, a, the mainstay on on SmackDown, you know, um and have them come out and announce the pick like yeah. if we're still going to keep it like Raw versus SmackDown brand versus brand and play up the supremacy of the brands a little bit and the loyalty to the brands. We're just getting two quote-unquote authority figures come out and announce draft picks for each show. And, I mean, and I get why they did this because, you know, they're kind of like the real authority right now. But, you know, Stephanie McMahon's done it the past couple of years, you know. So you go from her being the one to rule the draft to, to these guys. And yeah, but I, I think with Hunter, with his surgery and his procedure, that's why Steph's that, not yeah, there doing that's it. That's a good point. So – if he wasn't, you know, if he wasn't out based off of the Shouldn't heart procedure, he had, Vince isn't getting in front of the TV no more. 
it's like but like if you if it, if Hunter if Hunter didn't have this procedure and stuff still around and have them with the network execs and then picking up the phone and calling it in and Steph yeah. reading off the pick after they called it into her. Like just something different yeah. to make it feel more like a draft. You did nothing to make it feel like a draft. You showed no reactions from anybody except for Gable Stevenson, who was the, the yeah. second to last pick of the draft. So in football wise, in football terms, uh, you're Mr. Irrelevant. You were the second to last pick. That's what they call Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft. Yeah. So, if you're bringing somebody in that's supposed to have all this hype, why are you drafting him with the last pick on your brand? If you want him to mean something, then draft him on night one. Yeah, it's true. Or or tonight early on. He should have been your top four. I, again, like it like stuff that they're doing, even with the even with the picks and the way they have them laid out makes no sense. And here comes Becky. Oh, wow. I called that. Yeah. Again, I, don't know. I wrote I wrote the fucking show from my basement in Pittsburgh, PA. <laughs> when this goes to when they throw this to commercial in a, in a second or two, we'll just uh we'll go over the lot the final picks one last time. Did she change her lipstick since she was out earlier? I don't know. To me, I look. To me, I look at her with the crazy outfits, and all I think is Seth. Like I was just about to say, at least her and Seth are coordinating their outfits. <laughs> Seth talked about that too. He talked about how Becky was the one that was the inspiration for the drip suits because okay. Seth was like, she dresses crazy in real life and has a stylist, and 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 said, hey, this is who you need to work with, and that's that's how he ended up doing the the whole suit gimmick. So I mean, I remember seeing him like on the red carpet for different things and his suit game was always on point. So I get him wanting to move this over and it being an extension of him. So. All right. So let's, let's recap the night for both Raw and SmackDown in this three hour Monday night edition of night two of the draft for 2021 raw gets Becky Lynch, Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, Styles and almost Owen street profits, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Gable Stevenson. Nobody had Gable Stevenson on their draft bingo card, no. which I guess, okay, if you're doing it from that standpoint. But again, you drafted him with the very last pick of your brand. If you're trying to make him somebody that's coming in with, you know, Olympic gold medalist, you know, amateur wrestling champion, national NCAA champion. Draft him higher on your brand to make him a bigger deal than being Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick for your brand. Yep. SmackDown, the Usos, Sasha, Nakamura and Boog, Sheamus, Shayna Baszler, Xyli, Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Umberto and Garza, Cesaro, Ridge Holland from NXT, and Sami Zayn. I'm really surprised now. I guess in a way you kind of maybe take Gable as you know, an NXT style superstar since he's, you know, wasn't on the main roster before. But I'm really surprised they gave two two more NXT guys to SmackDown instead of putting even it all out, like one on each night. I mean, ten, like, like you can't call Gable Stevenson an NXT guy because he's yeah, just signed he and got NXT, promoted. But, but 
I with, with this looking at this list right now, right? McIntyre is going after Reigns. It's the only baby face on the roster. They're not going to move Nakamura up. Other than that, unless you flip Sheamus or you give Ricochet a run, you have no baby faces to challenge Roman Reigns. That's on the Ricochet. Unless, do they push Cesaro again? And nope. They've done that already with Reigns, so it means almost no point of it. You know the outcome of it. That's what, like, they literally have no baby faces for Roman to face. No. Drew's the only one. So he's fighting Lesnar, then Drew. Other than that, you have no feud set up for Roman. I mean, you might delay, and again, you might delay the McIntyre feud just because of Survivor Series. So possible, so so see. survivor so survivor series. If we go brand versus brand, title versus title, you're gonna have Roman against Big E. That's what's been. And then TLC, what do you get? Roman yeah, versus yeah. McIntyre. Yeah, is that where you throw that in, or do you wait? Do you just do something throwaway for Roman at TLC, and then just save Drew for? Well, no, you can't even sit there and say save Drew for Rumble because then you got to worry about that January first pay per view. What do you do with that then? Or do you go back? Do three in a row? You do, you do Drew. Do you do a a stipulation with Roman goes over stipulation? Drew, you can't. You can't have. You can't. And then you can't have the. Match. You can't have the first. You can't have the first match of the feud be a stipulation in TLC. And then what? Have two regular matches at the New Year's yeah. New Year's Bash pay per view, and then Rumble. Like that yeah. makes zero sense. But like you do the you do the stipulation pay per view, and because of the way those matches are, you can't have Drew lose. Who is out there that wasn't drafted that could go to SmackDown as a babyface to face Roman Reigns? Are you going to get Roman and are you going to get Kofi? I don't see that happening, but you could do it. It, it, it depends on what they do with Xavier in this King of the Ring tournament. If they put Jeff Hardy, you have Jeff Harvey. You're going to have Jeff Hardy get a run. That's probably, that'll probably be one. I don't want to see it. There's no baby faces at all. Because you can't count the other people that were drafted on Saturday and will be drafted later, because but there's no the but there's nobody there's nobody that SmackDown gone on. SmackDown didn't even get a baby face on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I mean we didn't hear we. I mean we we'll didn't see hear how this plays out, but there's nothing that there's <sighs> nothing on this list that it excites me for the next. For once, this draft takes it takes place. From from a matchup standpoint, looking at it from the champion on each show, so Roman is set up with nobody except for McIntyre on SmackDown. Big E, Big E has opponents he can go through. You have Lashley, you have Seth, you have Owens, Finn. Finn, if you want to consider him a heel, 
you can you can you know build cross up. I don't know how long of a run you're going to give Big E, but that's somebody Keith, further on down Keith the line. Lee heel now, or is that is going to be a heel? Keith, Keith Lee's a heel now, so you have Keith Lee. Like beyond or Big E has all the Big E has all the heels, which is fine. But like this just goes to show you the lack of true baby faces they have on their roster. Yeah. It's McIntyre, and it, as far as main event picture goes, uh, McIntyre, because Big E was your other one, and he just won the belt. How about how Edge? About this? Edge, Edge, and Edge will be off probably till Rumble. They'll do, or is he coming back for Crown Jewel? I don't know what's going to happen with him yeah. and Seth. Okay, so yeah. What if so right now, what if you did and I don't even know if I if this is gonna happen, this is just me spitballing something here. Say Biggie drops the title before Rumble. Okay. That would be a disastrous mm-hmm. run. Not even saying who he's gonna drop it to or what they would do. But he enters the Rumble and then he picks Roman for WrestleMania. I mean at least he's established you know, as a champion. And then at least he has the reason to go back to SmackDown with the Rumble win. I mean, yeah, you can tell the story of you beat me at Survivor Series. I, that that win, you know, it doesn't sit well with me. It sticks under my craw. I got to get that win back. You're not, you're not the better man. I'm better than you. I mean, yeah, you could, but again, that doesn't, it's not fresh. Well, no, it, no, no, no. It's not that. It's just like you, you have Big E drop the belt after just winning it three months later. It's that whole Lesnar factor. I think that's going to hang over too. And Brock is babyface Brock, which is fine. But if he loses to Roman, he's then what? He's going to be pissed, and he's going to be heel Brock to face Big E. And then if he pulls normal Lesnar, where he wins whenever, and then goes away for how long? SmackDown's SmackDown's been the better show, obviously, yeah. over the course of the past year, maybe year plus. But looking at this, looking at this lineup right now, just based off of the draft picks that were announced on each show, Raw has the potential. Raw, Raw should be the better show. Okay. Just based off of what they could do from a, a main event picture standpoint, as well as a U.S. title standpoint. It should be interesting to see what they do here. Is Becky going to overshadow Big E as champion? <laughs> what are they going to do with these titles still? Are they just going to swap them or what? Yeah, we still don't know that. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, are they so going in? So go going for... in the crown, growing going in the crown jewel. You have, as it stands right now, who knows what will happen over the next yeah. couple of weeks? But you have. The SmackDown Women's Champion, who's a Raw superstar, challenging 
or facing a, a raw, raw superstar. superstar facing a SmackDown superstar. No, it's going to be Raw versus Raw. Oh, Sasha's in there. Oh, Sasha's in there too. Okay, sorry. Yeah, triple so threat. Then, so then do you put do you just put the title on Sasha then? Just because. No, because then what do you do with Charlotte as the champion from Raw? You're not going to have her come to over to SmackDown without a belt. It, I mean, can you flip Sasha? You can easily flip Sasha, given the fact that Charlotte's the champ on SmackDown. You can flip Sasha back to being a babyface because she's Sasha Banks and, you know, but... I like Sasha better. I like Sasha better as a heel. Do you? And then also, do you? If you got two matches, or maybe do Charlotte? Maybe Charlotte drops the belt before Crown Jewel or after Crown Jewel. You know, instead of doing both matches at Crown Jewel, because you're already gonna have. You know, you're gonna have. But that's not solving. That's not solving the. No, it's not. But like, are you just gonna do two predictable wins? For people like that, you give Sasha the title just because she's the SmackDown person. You give whoever Charlotte fights the title just because she's on Raw. Like, I don't know. They they painted themselves into a corner on this one. Uh, with the women, yeah, yeah, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah, it's an absolute cluster. Even trying to talk that out right now, it's a cluster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do the next couple weeks of this stuff. I mean, I, I got, you know, we got all week to sit on this, you yeah. know, because, we you know, we'll we'll be live again on Saturday in our regularly scheduled programming time. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to, like, we're, we're going to pull this list up because I got some questions for Jay, and I'd like to get Donald's <laughs> opinion. I'd like to get Donald's opinion on this list, too. But... And then we have to see, hopefully, hopefully by the time we come back on Saturday, we'll know what the brackets are going to look like for the men's King of the Ring and the women's Queen's Crown. I doubt it. Yeah. But you never know. Something tells me we're just going to get first round matches and that's it. We're not going to know where they fall into place. I would have said, like, you can have Bianca win tonight and then, like, take her out of the triple threat and have her face Charlotte at Crown Jewel. But, again, like you said, like, how many women are they going to let on the show? They already have three. Yeah. And which, you know, if 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 they have three already in that match and then they have the – then they have the winner of the Queen's Crown tournament – at Saudi Arabia, that's five women. Like, you know, I mean, it's a four-hour show, but women are not the focus this, on Saudi this, Arabia shows. This chopping does not <laughs> does not look good. I mean, it's too much of the, when they try to make her like her father, and it's like, would it? Becky looks like Becky looks like somebody from a movie. Yeah. Our show right now, and I can't put my finger on it. I, th- I think you're. I think you're thinking maybe the chick from, and you haven't even watched Star Wars. But that's who she kind of reminds me, Rosario Dawson's character. Uh, 
I don't know. I was thinking somebody like from Super Mario Brothers. Mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Maybe it'll come to me. I could be... Peach. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I could be delirious after a three-hour Raw, but... So Bianca ducks out of natural selection. That's a bad transition there. KOD. Nope. So so when's Becky get involved? I was going to say, if you have Becky squash her in 26 seconds, then you have the smosh finish at Extreme Rules, and then you have Charlotte beat her here on Raw, what are you doing to Bianca Belair? Jay wants to say it's not a burial. It's a loss. Well, what are you doing for you know your top, your top draft pick to Raw? Bianca was selected number one to Raw, right? Two. Biggie. Biggie. Biggie and Bianca. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, that didn't look good either. You know, for as good as Bianca has looked in the ring with, with Sasha and Bailey, and I mean even Becky to an extent, but her and Charlotte right now, I don't know. This this is just not coming off good given given the talent of the two women. They probably never, maybe in NXT they they wrestled a little no. bit, but Bianca wasn't in NXT when Charlotte there. was. Charlotte was already gone. Okay, Bianca was there for a little bit. That's why I wasn't sure, but um, yeah, no. But even even in the instance when when they you know like oh we've we've never touched before and this and that like hey look she did her fiance's yeah. move. <laughs> I mean, they. There's been times where people that never wrestled before go in and have great matches, so it can be done. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It, it's just there's a roll up. Becky got to get involved at some point. That's it. Yep, there it goes. Jesus. Hey, thanks. Thanks for coming. Hey, listen, if you guys want me to write raw next week, uh, <laughs> let me know, hit me up on Twitter. I'll send you my script for the show beforehand. And then, um, you can watch it play out exactly as I said it will, because that's exactly what I did tonight. <laughs> just, just write it beforehand. Then they can, they don't even have to tune in. They can just read your script. Rock bottom. Yeah. That's what she's doing now. You didn't know that. Oh, there's Sasha. Is this uh, is this the beginning of Sasha's face turn? Nope, she had to go over and attack Bianca, yeah. getting booed as the show goes off the air. So what, what's that about? You want you want people to leave with smiles on their faces, right? Oh boy, oh boy, it was not an enjoyable three hours. So raw talk, yeah, raw talk is on. Okay, so we'll get we'll get more draft picks announced on raw talk. Um, we'll cover those on Saturday's show to to kind of finalize the rosters, which will go into effect October 22nd. 
<sighs> Final thoughts before we get out of here for tonight? Dude, never again. <laughs> hey, those of you that tuned in and commented along, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. If you, if you sat for a little bit and dropped off, we still appreciate it. If you hung in there for the whole three hours with the watch along, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you very you much. Drank. Yes, let us know what you drank because we'll have to buy some and try it <laughs> ourselves. Um, as always, hit us up on social medias. Faith, well, I don't know if you can hit people up on Facebook anymore. But that's a topic <laughs> that we can get in. That's a, to- that's a topic we can get into on Saturday. Um, but uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Maybe we might have to get a TikTok and a Snapchat at this point. Who knows? <laughs> um, email the show, dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. As always, head over to our Pro Wrestling Tea store, prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod. Pick up some merch. I think it's about time we refresh the merch and get some get some, get some some new stuff in there. So we might have to, might have to brainstorm with the four of us and, uh, you know, put something together here to get some, get some new merch out there. Um, with that being said, I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. God, we're definitely dumb Marks for watching three hours of Raw. With all that being said, we love you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. See you guys Saturday morning. And until then, y'all can catch us around the way.